Let's do it. All right. All right, so this is the Advanced After Combat podcast. This is a podcast about wargaming brought to you by myself, Dave, and my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a guest host that we pick up from our BGG guild. Uh, you know, I actually, we're doing it kind of once a month now. I think we're getting Ish, back into a once yeah. a month postish. Yeah, it's fine. Um, and so the Oracle selects our guest hosts, and this one's going to be a surprise because uh for the long for a long time we have not had him back and this time our guest host is braxton welcome back uh, it's been nine fucking years man nine Jesus. years how many cans of dip ago was that <laughs> podcast because because braxton when we first brought him on was clean living braxton i was and now he's not so clean living but that's good no judgment but it's fair uh first i, su I seduced him a little bit with the dip I noticed Braxton started dipping a little bit at games. I yeah, I uh, I started at a couple of the conventions, and then I wouldn't buy a can when I got home. And then eventually, psh, about four or five years ago, boom. That was was the wife ever like, hey, when did this start up again? Pretty much, pretty much. And I'm like, well, you know, I just do it when I play games. <laughs> oh, good. That's it. That's good. That's it starts. And now she, it's just accepted. It's just part of. Uh, how, how it goes so now, now she knows that sitting on her coffee table would be the remote and a spit cup exactly and okay. she don't, yeah and she hasn't drank she hasn't drank one yet which is good so. that is good that's why you don't use the coke, coke <laughs> cups don't use the coke cans for dinner. exactly and I mean, a little and a little bit of drinking in moderation absolutely see there we go yep some people can do it not me but some people can, <laughs> well can I've, had, I've had my ups and downs during covid it got pretty bad but uh oh, the last the, the last couple years have been better so well i'd like to think that we were there for you during those moments you were man yeah. absolutely there we go yeah jason what about you any bad habits you've picked up since the last time you talked to braxton uh, no no just the same ones uh anything going on with you in general jason <laughs> i want to get into here like life's, uh, life's been a bit of a mess but all right. good. I'm, I'm i'm what i'll say is i'm happy to be here i could use the the downtime oh okay good mm -hmm. like uh this is like family stuff or like work stuff or... it's a little bit of everything yeah. wow yeah well family's the worst that's the way i always say it it can be yeah i mean my goal is to to just have it be me and my wife however i have to make that happen I'm willing to do it. <laughs> one at a time one at a time <laughs> just a matter of, yeah i mean i've watched i've watched a lot of dateline uh yeah. episodes so i'm pretty familiar with how things work i have some experience in the field uh but we'll see what happens i mean they're okay yep, yep. and sometimes you know I've, what i'm experiencing is sometimes that uh, just takes care of itself you know you wait long enough and that that's that's my perspective when every time when my daughters drive me to school as they have their permits now so they're driving and i see a uh as my daughter starts careening down a hill and i see a telephone pull up ahead and i think maybe this is the time it's all gonna end for me. <laughs> right. 
You know, like, like I, I'm, I've kind of accepted my fate. Hey, you're retired. <laughs> you, your contribution to society is over. It's, I, it's fine. I don't even lunge forward or yell <laughs> break, break or anything. I'm just like, this might be it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> it's so early. Like, I'm so tired. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> All right. So what about you, Braxton? What's going on with you? Not much. Just uh, uh, same old shit. Working, playing games. Not, I honestly don't have much uh, exciting things to report. Well, I mean, and you Life do have been Josh. Per, per, yeah, Josh and I get together like almost almost every month. Play some, get some face to face gaming. And he lives in your area, right? So he's he's kind of a regular gaming partner for you. That's good. Yeah, sorry, my push to talk button disappeared here. No, Just a minute. You're fine. Uh, yeah, let's, not, uh, let's not break down the fourth wall. Remember, we're trying to make the listeners feel like they're right here in the room with us, Braxton. Uh, we're not trying a beer to, right next to it. That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 great. It gives an opportunity to play some face to face, which not everybody gets. For uh, sure. Um, it's been. I mean, we've been playing games. We talked about it last month almost uh it's been like nine years since we we hooked up so it's see i and i've cool. tried to get josh to do the podcast josh won't do it oh really no <laughs> and, and and like but not me i mean the oracle has asked josh at least once i think josh is and josh like makes games yeah he, he yeah, designs games them. he's an so, interesting guy yeah. so it's like i think you should come on so we need to get josh come on guys Seriously, all can, of us get together yeah. get well, josh make josh do it we're playing later this month. I'll, I'll have to tell them that. So, and, and Braxton, you're coming to AACCon this year, right? Yeah, first time back since 2019. So, so. like, maybe wow. if we get Josh to come, maybe then Josh will say, "Okay, maybe I will go on the podcast." How bad can it be? Yeah, I'll I'll pitch it. We'll see what happens. I mean, maybe he's worried. Like, you know, he likes to paint while he's listening. Maybe he thinks it'll be weird. Like, as he's painting <laughs> and he hears his own voice, like he'll cross, like crossing the streams, like something weird will happen. <laughs> Some interdimensional Totally. Who knows? Yeah, I just picked up his miss, missing in action. I'm excited to get it. I and that's in like a little games. mint box. A little nice. mint. That's awesome. Yeah. What a great idea. Yeah. Now, do you have to provide your own mint box? No, and I'm going to talk about the two I've been playing, but they're it's like a whole line that the, that game crafter does. It's super cool. Okay, so Josh didn't have to eat all those mints. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> they didn't say like there's 42 mint boxes. Right, he, gotta, he he bought he bought several cases from uh, Costco. Alto, right. Altoids, right. Altoids, and poured them all out. Yeah. Yeah. Does he sign? Does he sign the little wax paper thing that comes in it? Like from Josh. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that'd be good. That's good. <laughs> so, uh, Braxton, what games have you been playing lately? And Braxton, for people who don't know, I mean, geez, I think you do know, but Braxton is our intern. So I know some people would say you're having them on. Sounds like it might be a conflict of interest. Like maybe Braxton shouldn't be a host on the show uh, because he already works for the show. Um, but we've cleared it through HR. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> There's not going to be issues. Well, la in, in this, this in week's salary will not, he can't contribute this to his deferred comp. So that's the way we've worked it out. So, because he's kind of working on his own, uh, this is not going to go to his pension. 
<laughs> from the guild. Well, I remember at the say of the podcast at the last ACCon 2019, you guys said, like, hey, I think it's time to have you on the podcast again. But then I you didn't come back the next year. And I have no memory of saying that. <laughs> it was, Absolutely it I remember being hung over the next day. That's right. But, yeah, that's, that's outrageous. Uh, that's outrageous. Uh, yeah, yeah. How dare you bring I, up something we said at the convention? I think that was the flight home that I almost booted on the plane next to, next to Matt Allen. Yeah. Oh, it was man. a rough one. Yeah, yeah, was was that the one where we had to put Gersh to bed at night? That was it. Yeah. That was it. Wow. He was he was completely smashed, like <laughs> beyond beyond probably the most I've seen anybody at a the con. Taco well, well, and, oh, yeah, yeah and, and let's focus on that because Gersh was really drunk, and that was the most drunk we've ever seen anyone at one of our conventions. Let's all agree <laughs> that that Absol- is a fact. absolutely That's nothing. And nothing worse has ever happened. There's been no other worse drunk people <laughs> no. than Gersh that night. Yeah, that yeah, that was one one for the books. Well, well I've been, I did get worried when he headbutted his uh, hotel door right before we were about to put him. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm like, I'm like, was, that looks like a head injury, but we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> well, shit, I've been playing. Uh, let's see what I, I've been playing. Carthage with uh, Craig Craig mm-hmm. Tower Craig mm-hmm. Tower. Uh, I've been playing. Let's see some uh, South Mountain GBACW with Patrick. Right, nice. Uh, uh, SPQR with Elder Jed. Uh, what else? I've been running the the Guild Games of Here I Stand and Virgin Queen. We've got three of those going. Wow. Yeah, and then um, dipping into a little Levian campaign uh, with uh, we. I just played Tony. We tried out the new Plantagenet last week. Interesting. And that was interesting. And then I've been playing a lot on Rally the Troops. I don't know if you guys have ever checked that oh, out yeah. before. We've been I've been playing uh, like Nevsky, uh, some Richard the Third block game, Indian Abyss. Because Nevsky, that's the big Levy campaign one, isn't that the big popular? Well, it's the, the first the first one that right. yeah, and that's the one they released. So it's uh, it's been cool. A lot of a lot of things going on. So a lot of gaming. And uh, Braxton, you want to do a brief? Uh, just real brief uh origin story since it has been nine years since you've been on yeah i was kind of a late bloomer um i mean i i wanted to get into wargaming when i was about 13 14 but i didn't have anybody to play games with uh i discovered the you know the time life books that had the little the civil war battle pictures uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The little um, guys, yeah, you know, little guys, the numbers. Yep. Exactly. And I was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" And then I, I think I was in a bookstore somewhere, and I saw these games, and it looked like the coolest thing ever. But I bought a couple. I also was really, I was into um, Civil War reenacting in my teens, uh-huh. and so that was kind of part of the whole journey as well. Couple of the guys that I was I uh, I was reenacting with played were, were war gamers, but we never worked it out to get together. And then I actually didn't start playing full time war gaming till about 11, 12 years ago. So in my my mid late thirties, I guess. Nice. Yeah. So, and then, so like on BGG, is that kind of how you found out about it, or? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Nice. And then, so, you, then you discovered this podcast, and then your life has been great. That was a good time. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. I think I caught your second one ever. That was, what, in uh, August of 2013, maybe, oh. around there? Something. Yeah, olden times. Yeah. That's right. Over yeah. 10 years ago. We've now yeah. been podcasting for 10 years. Crazy. And it's gotten just better and better each time <laughs> we do it. 
I, it has I'd, it has gotten better. I'd say yeah. so. Much more well, ref, much more refined. Much really? More refined. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for you. Thank you very much. For yes, that. it has. I mean, wow. objectively, we're I much mean, better at this. I mean, I think our I thought we thought our strength was quantity. So. No, oh, that's fair. Volume. Sure. No, I think uh, I think what we do now is pretty solid. Uh, if I do say so myself. Yeah. So. Okay. So you you you're aware of Braxton? There's a quiz, right? You know, I I've heard of that. I've I've heard about it. I don't and, know. And and so I think you, <laughs> <laughs> I think you know that there's a deal uh, yeah, where yeah. you can pick either myself or Jason, and uh, the person you pick will assist you in the quiz, and the person you don't pick will be the questioner or the interrogator. So. In the quiz. Can I ask a question? Can yeah. I ask who wrote the quiz? Uh, Fernando wrote the quiz. Oh, no. Yeah, so stand by. Francisco. Oh, Francisco. I, I, I knew who you meant. I knew who you meant. You, meant. Yeah. you knew who I meant, you racist. <laughs> there you go. I, I know your slips, Dave. Come on, no. man. Jason's going to cut that out in post, so I don't have to worry about it. But, but he'll definitely make you sound like the racist in that, that misquip. All right. Well, shit. So um, Francisco, or or how I like to refer to him as Fernando. There you go. Uh, I was gonna. I think I'll mix it up. I'll pick Jason. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! All right, Fernando. I'll try to make you proud here. Let's see. I'm not gonna stop doing that. <laughs> All right. Let the beating begin. I'm sure it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm getting out my pen to mark up all the scores. Yeah. Here we go. It's going to be Did you bad. print it out, Dave? No, I've got it on my my email of fire. Okay. <laughs> I remember when you when you printed them, which I always yeah. got such a kick out of. I have done that before. I'll admit it. Um, I'm a paper guy. I get it. All right. So are we ready to go for this quiz? Ready, yes. re ready, ready. Let's do it. <laughs> so uh, Francisco might have a bunch of different questions that he wants me to ask here. So let me go through. This sounds complicated. <laughs> I, I guess I, I what think, think I'm supposed to read this. So I'll, I'll read this. Um, <laughs> this is the, this is the back to school quiz. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Advanced After Combat Podcast quiz. This quiz contains a series of questions organized into two groups of five under separate categories. There's a mix of easy and difficult questions with a few that cater to the strengths of either ally. So if you get at least 16 correct answers, I'll be impressed. If you get less than eight correct, I'll be disappointed. If you get less than four correct, I'll be disgusted. Oh my With god. With that introduction out of the way, you may begin. Nice. Prepare to be disgusted. Wow. I thought the, I thought the sound was pretty good for that too. That was yeah. per that was, I was perfect. Really, Epic. I was really trying to bring it. So. That's the most sound effects I've ever heard on this That's podcast, right. man. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> right. So the first part <laughs> the first part it's time for name that loser. Name the losing commander for each listed battle. He he used the same format that I was doing. 
<laughs> you gotta love it. It's a tradition. I was expecting to Can't totally mix it. mix it up. All right, cool. Well, yeah, hold on. Make let me make sure that I'm not actually using the same quiz that Bryce's. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is the correct quiz. <laughs> All right. It would be funny, though, to give Braxton the exact same quiz that he's given us and then have him not do well on it. Oh, that'd, that'd, be, be, that, that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. Just rehash. Just looking through it, I want to make sure that... All right, let me see. Let me just be sure here that we're not. Yeah, it says right here. Except Dave, accept this replacement because I went over the previous podcast episodes. Realized, okay. Did he have repeat questions? Yeah, I want to be sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, he give me a second one, which makes it much more complicated for me. Uh, though I don't, I don't have a problem with with again asking Braxton the same questions over and over again. There's been so many, like. I mean, I've had to dip into some old shit because I'm, I've run out of some material, but stuff from way, way back. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, for me, it looks familiar, but I'm going to guess that we did not do these before. I mean, sometimes I'm very drunk when we do them. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, don't, you don't need to be so enthusiastic about that, Braxton. I am your employer. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah you, the, the correct answer would have been aren't we all of course yeah we all do okay that. aren't that's we the all. point all right, got it got it got it all right i think we're safe but again i'm, I'm even I'm, if not yeah <laughs> it would be even funnier if it's a previous quiz okay here we go it's time for name that loser Name the losing commander for each listed battle. And to be clear, Braxton, you cannot use my help at all. The only help you're going to get is the help of Jason. Uh, right on. Maybe. Him him listing in the intro that he's playing to some of my strengths is is awfully kind. I don't I don't have many of those. Okay, well let's not keep our hopes up because I'm looking at the question. No. So. The first is, uh, so this is the Battle of Heraclea. Name the loser. Who's the losing commander for Heraclea? It's all you, SBQR. Yeah, like you, you play these games all the time, Braxton. What, what, side, uh, does, what side does Josh it's play? What side does Josh <laughs> play? That's the losing side. <laughs> oh, God. Heraclea. Fuck. The losing. Who's the loser in the Battle of Heraclea? I think that's pure Pyrrhic War. Fuck, who lost? It's got to be the Romans that lost. So I'm going to say Pyrrh uh, the Romans lost. They want they want the name of the leader. Um, Braxton, we're going to need the name of the losing commander for the battle. Oh my God. Oh fuck. If we don't get any right, are we obligated to not record? Yeah, we have to. Or then, was that just a fluke? We, well, then we have to drive to each person's <laughs> house and destroy the recording. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> uh, you could always, uh, Braxton, if you had any 
you could always consult with Jason. If you, oh, yeah. I got, I got nothing for you. If you, if you wanted <laughs> advice about who lost the Battle of Heraclea. I, I have a feeling it might be ancients, but beyond uh, that. Well, I know who won it, but I don't. I can't remember the name of the Roman commander. Yeah, I, that, that's going to be the problem. Yeah, yeah. No, can't remember. It is uh, Publius Valerius Livinius, or Livinus. So. Ah, uh, yeah, that Again, guy. Dead, that guy. Dead language. Got it. That's right. Dead language. Uh, second loser battle. The Battle of Lake Pipus. P-E-I-P-U-S. Pipus? Pipus? The Battle of Lake Pipus or Pipus? Pipus. Who's the nothing. loser? Who's the loser? Oh, really, Jason? I'm shocked. Yeah. You don't have a. You don't have any. Like, Which would like, you know hot this one? tips? I think I haven't even heard of this. I'm uh, pretty sure I know this one. Because, how dare you, Jason? Because I've selected so because I've been playing <laughs> <laughs> because I've been playing uh, Nevsky. So um, I'm pretty sure that it. I know the two tons lost. So I'm pretty sure it's Herman. Uh, I think we'll give that to you. It is Bishop Herman of Dorpat. Okay. Nice. All right. I've also been playing a lot of Nevsky. Still Did, haven't heard of it. He's, he's, <laughs> he, he's probably got a card. Now that you say that, yeah, that's the he's way. got a card or a counter or something. Or yeah, this is one of the one of the guys. Well, he's one uh, of the he's one of the lords. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So the next battle is he's the, like battle. the crossed keys one. I like Jason. I like the what? Jason. The crossed keys is that is that who that is? Cro I'm not sure what that is. Hmm. Like his his marker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yep. Are you are you done running that lead to ground, Jason? I'm just I'm hey, ready for the next if, question. If other people have played, I mean, I think Nevsky, I feel like now you're just you're, you're showing off for the listeners a little bit. Like, <laughs> oh, oh I know that one. That was the guy with the cross keys. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. You know that you know the iconography of the game. Exactly. like, yeah, you did great, boss. That was awesome. There's there's there's, there's colors and and symbols. I'm I'm good with that. Good job, boss. Let's continue. Okay. We have the Battle of Carabobo. Carabobo. Who's the loser? Battle of Carabobo. I, I appreciate the uh, phonetics that Francisco did for me here. Carabobo. Yeah, Carabobo. Oh, you know, I think I've heard of this. I think it was... Uh, this is the the wars of the um, the independence from uh, Spain and South America. Fuck, and they, it's the loser. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, you don't get to guess the winner because we. Well, I know who the winner is. It's Simon Bolivar. Yeah, but, but... that's too easy. That's too easy. <laughs> That's too easy. And Jason's like, of course it is, right? Uh, uh, let me go. Good old note, Boulevard. Note to self, read book on Boulevard guy? Never. Oh, man. There's a, there's a town in Missouri named Boulevard. Oh, of and course, of, cor of course. Of course, they call it Bolivar, but whatever. Of course, Francisco would put this in because he's from Venezuela, right? So who is the loser of the Battle of Carabobo? I don't. I don't know. I know it took place in the, in the Venezuelan area. So it's it's General Miguel de la Torre. Ah, okay. Should have known that. that Mark that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> next battle, <laughs> Battle of Cedar Creek. Who's the loser? Probably mm -hmm. not Herman of Dorpat. 
episode. Uh, <laughs> the loser. Shit. Um, okay, that was later war. Uh, American Civil War, I know that. Yeah. Uh, that was the one where the Confederates almost won, but then got beaten back by the Sheridan charge, that famous charge that he made. Fuck. So it was... Uh, oh, God. Digging, digging deep here. I know Braxton's working it. Jason, uh, do you have any assistance here? Come on, Jason. <laughs> I'm trying to trying to dig any of the reading up. Cedar Cedar Creek. Hey, Jason, can you go grab me a drink real quick? Because I'm going to fucking I didn't pick me. How dare you? <laughs> that's a that's a now that should be a T-shirt. I'm not the one that picked me. <laughs> I think, all right, I'm going to go with Jubal early? early. Early, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Oh, my gosh, that is a correct answer. Hell, yeah. Now, technically, it's, Ooh, Lieutenant, it's Lieutenant General Jubal A. Early. I, mean, uh, I think oh, you should. Hey, hey Dave, Dave, what was, his, what was his nickname? Come on, nickname. What was Jubal uh, Early's nickname? Mm, Jubal Early. Yeah. Was it uh, Old Bulgy Eyes? Bull, bad Old Man. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That was that was a podcast question at one time. Oh. <laughs> wow. Now this is one Jason's gonna really do well on. Battle of Hamburger Hill. Who was the loser? Oh Jesus. The Vietnamese. But we have a general that's the loser. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Jason. I, I have no idea. Look over your right. You have a oh yeah, my you God. Have, you have like watercolor portraits of various NVA generals. Name one of them. That's I, would, I don't. Who, that's not a who, bad idea. Yeah, you would, you should know this, Jason. I, I, I yeah. And if you guess, you might be racist. So be careful. <laughs> very dangerous. Territory. Oh, I'm, I'm very careful about that. Just a just a, a Vietnamese name. What's a popular Vietnamese name? Let's see. Here we go. This is danger territory. <laughs> I'm looking at the the books written by Vietnamese that I have. Uh, none of them are generals. I have no idea. Um, G is Giap? There's, uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I don't, I guess, I guess on the big picture, you could say it's Giap. <laughs> I, I mean, he, he was there. I would say, is it Ho Chi Minh? <laughs> like, technically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> technically. It was his strategy. Oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's Uncle, pretty. Uncle that's, Ho. Yeah, I that's, think this, I think this is gonna be a whiff. That's pretty deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's General Ma Vin Lan. Oh yeah, the, I've heard the, of him. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the right. tiger, the tiger of Hamburger Hill. <laughs> no. Oh. God. Okay, so now it's it's time. I wouldn't even me. know who was the American general. Jason, I'm going to ask you a question. I have no idea. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Jason, Sorry. There'll, there'll be plenty of time for vamping Dave, after the quiz. As as the master of diversions, I've had enough. <laughs> it, it's time. <laughs> it's time for as as a contestant, this is my right. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. Don't worry. You're not <laughs> we talked for like twenty minutes about a book on like the the, the poisoner. It's in my Amazon cart. Uh, Mithridates. You talk about Mithridates. That's yeah, right. The poison the poison king. The, the poison, poison king. king. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad I could you could learn something from this podcast for once, Jason. Okay. It's <laughs> Never, time for name. That yeah, you, well at least it's in your Amazon uh, shopping cart, so I consider I'll, I'll that a victory. I consider that a victory. It's time for <laughs> the, 
if if you ever want to know how well read Jason is, just look at his Amazon shopping cart. It's all sitting in there. It's no, there. not all of it. Some of it. <laughs> Some of it's wish list. Wish listed. <laughs> uh, you want to learn about Israel Keys? Like we can we can we can get into it. But it, yeah, it, I, no, Mithridates, not so much. <laughs> so it's time for name that aircraft. Oh no, it's the same one. Hey, you know, a podcast also I've been listening to. You guys might have already been clued into this one too. It's a history one. I just got into. It's called History That Doesn't Suck. I've heard, oh, I've heard of it. I've, I've never, never listened to it. It's but not I've heard bad. Of it. It's not bad. I mean, I, I listened to it a little bit. I've been doing. I'm in the Spanish American War. Just listening. I got no. in kind of in the middle. Nice. Uh, anyway, so there you go. That's as much of a plug we're giving anything else. So it's time for name that aircraft. For each listed model of U.S. aircraft, give the name that is associated with it. I can't believe they used the same format. Well, that's, what, tell that's, it, what, that, it. that's what fucked me up because when I, I was first looking, I'm like, is this not the same quiz? <laughs> All but, right, let's do it. Bell P-39. So what is the Bell name of the Bell P-39? It's a helicopter, right? Oh my God! The Bell. Oh, jeez, that's an obscure one. Jesus. Well, I mean, yeah, the manufacturer name might be. Maybe clear. not. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Damn! Isn't this like his specialty? Uh, didn't he say that he, he killed it? Didn't he get all of them in the last podcast? He like. Let, let's not make this all about Fernando. <laughs> 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 oh man. Um P thirty nine. Yeah. Right. That Bell P thirty nine. Yeah, the P sounds like the plane, right? No, I mean I've heard of the all the different yeah. there's a lot of different P's in the war, but the thirty nine, Jesus. Um Yeah, I think Jason's just making shit up at this point. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh no, I've I've readily clear with that. Bell P thirty nine, folks. Damn! It, it, can we get a hint? Nope. <laughs> the hint would be: don't select Jason as your partner for the quiz. Did you know this one, Dave? I, I probably I think I would have nailed it for sure. Sure. <laughs> oh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows now? I mean, maybe I would have right. nailed it. Maybe That's this right. is my hidden like skill set. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. I've been I've been known to suddenly burst out with crazy answers and nail things. So, so you guys don't know it. No, no, I don't. It's the Era Cobra. Oh yeah, that's right. No, I'm sorry. Next one is Douglas B eighteen. What is the name of the Douglas B eighteen? One eight. It's got a one word name. Good God, I I've heard of this one. It's got four letters in it. It's an old. <laughs> it's an old. It's an old. It's an old bomber. I'm going to give you guys hints that can't I know. possibly help you. Yeah. I, I think I know that. I think I know. There's this two one. vowels. Two vowels. Yeah. No, I know what it is. Bolo. He got Bolo. it. Nice. Bolo. Yep. Yeah. Now, some people might say I gave it away, but I did not. I I'm sure. No. Guys. No. Well, the two syllables help. Help. I will say helped 
bring it back. That's right. So. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for undercutting my attempt to help you on the quiz. Okay. Um, the next <laughs> next <laughs> next question is the Lockheed P eighty P eight zero Lockheed P eight zero. What kind of cool U.S. aircraft is that? The P eight zero, so P eighty, P eighty, P eighty, P eight zero. Oh God, that sounds familiar. Came right after the P seventy nine. Not a successful <laughs> design. I think that I think that was wasn't this one of the. Oh man, I think. Fuck. This was one of the that was used in the uh, Korean War, if I remember correctly. Oh man, Jason loves this aircraft. He's always talking about it. <laughs> That's personal favorite. <laughs> Lockheed. Fuck. The pride of Lockheed. The P eighty. Hmm. What Air Force isn't complete without a model of the new P eighty coming out from Lockheed this year? <laughs> so really solid. Shit. I thought he said some of these were going to be easy, man. This one's. I know. What the heck? Jesus. So we've given up on this one? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It is the Shooting Star. Ah, great name. Good name. Number four, the McDonnell F 101. McDonnell F 101. When you absolutely have to provide air power in a rush, go McDonnell. The F 101. This one has a lot of vowels, too. I'm just going to give you that clue. We're heavy on the vowels. So not a Serbian aircraft or Croatian. <laughs> God, I know. <laughs> is, it the, is it the voodoo? Yeah, that's it's it. It's Vietnam. That's right? it. That's it. It is that's it. Yeah, I know. I heard of it. Oh, Jesus wow. Thanks. Good, Good job, God Jason. Jason. Nice. Wow. Stopped clock. <laughs> Fuck yeah. twice in one hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last one. You guys will get this one. It's the Grumman F fourteen. What is it? My childhood. Isn't that, isn't that <laughs> top, gun? top Gun? Danger right? Zone. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even gonna acknowledge your answers. You guys, I'm giving you credit for it either way. Just based off the music. It's the Tomcat. Yes. It is the Tomcat. Yes. Go USA. Fucking A. That, that was our, our one easy one. Thanks, yeah, Thanks that, Francisco. Know, well, he wants to make sure you we actually record. Well, he's, he's not going to fucking So, question C. It, and I'm, I'm really trying to make these questions as luxurious and delightful as possible for you, giving you guys the best audio quality you can ever get. So I just want to hope that everybody appreciates this. Uh, I do. It's pretty fucking. Uh, I'm giving some hot on mic action here. <laughs> Stall up. <clears throat> pretty sexy. So this is it's time for name that armored fighting vehicle. For each description, give the name or designation associated with the armored fighting vehicle. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Here's your first description, boys. 
Designed between 1937 and 1940, the first combat model weighed 29 tons, had a 76.2 millimeter gun, and carried 76 rounds of ammunition. Later models introduced a heavier gun and more armor. It was the most produced tank of the Second World War, as well as the second most produced tank of all time. With wow. 44,900 lost during the war, it also suffered the most tank losses ever. What is the answer? Maybe the T-34? <laughs> I don't know. The biggest, so it's the largest produced tank of the war? It was the most produced tank of the Second World War, as well as the second most produced tank of all time. I mean, that would make sense, right? Are you guys making a guess here, or what are we doing? Braxton said T thirty four. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure as a guess. I'm just asking you. <laughs> is that his answer? What is he doing? It, it was. I was trying to talk it out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. So, is that the answer? Um, what do you think, Jason? That sounds like, yeah. As far as tanks that are going to be the most killed. It would make the most sense. Wait, but hmm. Can Braxton hear me giggling? No, I think it, is he, Am I giggling it, inside my head or outside my head? It's got to be. The, it's got to be the T thirty four, but the the T thirty four with the losses that they took, it has to be. So send it. Yep. T thirty four. Is that the answer? Is that your final answer? Absolutely. That is the correct answer. <laughs> All nice. right. Nice. All right. So this fully tracked armored personnel carrier was developed and produced by the FMC Corporation. It was sent to United States Army Europe in 1961. 1961? That is, are you, that is amazing. <laughs> it's been a long and time since we've heard this voice. First saw combat in Vietnam in 1962 with the South Vietnamese Army. Its main armament is an M2 Browning machine gun with a capacity of between 11 to 15 passengers. Are you telling me I, that I, 11 I, to 15 passengers can fit inside? That is that is absolutely incredible. All those people can fit inside that one little. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. That I it is incredible. Really Do we have a guess? <laughs> Do we have a guess? Yeah, I, I know what it is. M one M one thirteen. Incorrect. It's called the M one one three. No one calls <laughs> oh, it the M one thirteen. Whatever. You fucking civilian. <laughs> you got it. I'll give it to you. Even though I think it's incorrect, but that's fine. All right. Spent a little time in one of those. This tank destroyer was developed under the chassis of a previous tank design. Approved for mass production in April 1944, it first entered service in July 1944. Over 2,827 vehicles were manufactured by BMM and Skoda. Its armament consisted of a 7.5-centimeter Pac-39 L-48 gun. Boy, that is really boring to read. It is incredibly boring. It featured a wide body to accommodate the four-man crew, as well as a strengthened lower hull with enlarged wheels, guide rollers, and tracks. The name it is known for was unofficial, but post-war historians popularized it. I think I know this. 
It's a tank destroyer. That's amazing. <laughs> Are you telling me this little tank could destroy all those other? That is incredible. That that could like that is. I just can't believe it. It's a, it never ceases. That this tank could eat avocados. Like that dog is. Is that a dog eating avocados over there? Like I can't believe. It. Could you folks see that? That dog is eating avocados. Uh, that is just a, unbelievable. God bless you, Kiel. We love you. I think it's the Hetzer. It is the Hetzer. Yeah, correct. Yep. Or, nice. the ja or the Jagd Panzer 38. Jagd Panzer. Uh, the Jagd Panzer 38. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the next is this French armored vehicle was. We're just a. We're very, we're a very like worldly show here. Just sure. Yeah, that's so what it is. We're global. We're global. Our appeal is global. Uh, so even to our Australian fans, we we're out there. You're listening. We appreciate you. So this this is good. this one question is going to go out to all the Australian fans. So no spoilers. <laughs> this French armored vehicle was developed and manufactured by Nexler Systems, which built 862 units. It is armed with a 120 millimeter version f1 smoothbore gun its barrel is 52 calibers long instead of the 44 calibers common on most armored vehicles of its generation i can give you a hint if you want a hint french armored vehicle 120 millimeter gun i can give a hint 120 millimeter gun when yep. when was it produced uh i don't have that information to give you sir it was designed developed and manufactured by nexter systems it's armed with a 120 millimeter version f1 smoothbore gun so does that sound like a tank that was developed in world war ii <laughs> no right <laughs> so, that's what saying. so i told you it's french not developed in world war ii when it doesn't give it when it was made oh god but How I, many, I, I can give you a hint what, what's the hint it is named after a famous french world war ii general no not that one oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh the de gaulle <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be one. your guess, is that your guess? <laughs> no hold on hold on Let me yeah let's, let's pull off on that Jason, Jason, Jason's going to guess the G app. He's going to yeah. guess the G app. Help me out here, Jason. <laughs> I don't know French fighting vehicles, strangely enough. Well, it's obviously a modern vehicle, right? Not modern, modern, but it's after World War II. Just throwing that out there. Man, I don't. I I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. If it's not the De Gaulle, I don't know. So it's the Leclerc. Oh, okay. Got it. Rookie mistake. Got it. All our Ferrari fans will be disappointed in us. So uh, I was going to do this one in a Chinese accent. I'm not going to do it because I don't, do to, I don't, I don't want to go to jail in five yeah. years. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, and I knew Jason wouldn't like it, so I'll do it privately for him when we're at the convention. But I'll, <laughs> that's right. on the air here, I'll do it. Yeah, what happens at the convention and all this? <laughs> what happens there stays there, right? And not like I, I, I make fun of most. Whatever, who cares? This Chinese tank 
<laughs> was its first now I'm making myself laugh was its first because I want so badly to do the imitation was its first indigenous tank design produced in 1958 it was accepted into service in 1959 with serial production beginning in 1963 weighing 40 tons and armed with a 100 millimeter rifled gun it is identical to the early production Soviet T-54As however there are some key differences that were that will probably be lost on you but i'll describe them anyway it was it was not originally it was not originally fitted with either the infrared searchlight or main gun stabilization <laughs> approximately 9500 tanks were built by the time production ended in 1980 with approximately 5500 serving with the chinese armed forces mostly probably running over civilians for protesting sure. uh, the tank forged the backbone yeah, I'm not sure when they say serving. Like, what were they? What were they actually doing? They forged the backbone of the Chinese People's Liberation Army into the 21st century, with an estimated 5,000 of the late model variants in service in 2002. Wow! <laughs> so it's I'm a trying Chinese to even tank. Think, like, would there be a game that this tank God. would be in? Wow! Uh, like Chinese in the t tape, t like Tiananmen Square. The last <laughs> does, does it what's the size of the gun it is a 100 millimeter rifled gun oh my god i know the chinese tape tanks they they're very simply named they're like type something well let me read the first sentence to you again without giving too much away the, this chinese tank was its first indigenous tank design produced in 1958 it was accepted into service in 1959. All right, type, type 59. It's a type 59. <laughs> Nicely done. So deduction. I thought, I thought See, so. deduction. Brilliant deduction. Yes. Really? Was that what that was? Okay. Thanks, that, thanks for that. that. It was. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. You deduce that from my. Okay. Because when I was writing the 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 questions for this, I I was looking at Chinese tanks, and I noticed they're all type something. So that's right. how. I, yeah. Well, I mean, the the Soviets are the same way. That's why you have sixty twos, sixty fours, exactly seventy twos. Yep. yep. All right. So uh, congratulations, you have reached the bonus questions portion of our quiz. Um, Hell yeah! What are bonus questions? Well. You know what? You sitting out there listening to this, we're glad you asked. Uh, these are, I guess I'm supposed to read this part. I think I will, and then I'll leave <laughs> it up to Jason. Um, I feel like I'm stealing some of Jason's part here, but I'll do I it. take it away. These are extra questions designed to give you an opportunity to <laughs> increase your point score. They're given to you exactly like regular questions. They count for you if answered correctly, just like regular questions. However, if answered incorrectly, they count against you, just like regular questions. In fact, bonus questions are basically the same as any other regular questions, but they are oh, bonus. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Beautiful. So, so I have nothing Braxton, to add. No notes. Beautiful. Based on that, 10 out of 10. Any more questions for Jason about how these bonus questions are going to be scored? Uh, so this they, is your opportunity to really I, ask I can, some questions. I can Wait, hear so, Dave in Braxton's feet. So, because Braxton I, clearly doesn't have his headphones on anymore. I do. I do. It's you, Dave. Do you think it's me? I yeah. think it's Braxton. No, I have my earphones on. Yeah, but you might be still getting sound through your uh, through your computer. You got to make sure that anyway, your computer. We'll, we'll fix it on break. Yeah. 
Hmm, fix it. Nah, nah. Don't argue oh, my, with us, Brax. My, we do this all the time. We're experts. But my speakers <laughs> are off. I can I can hear it right there. I can hear my own voice. <laughs> my speakers are off. I guess it's coming through my earphones then. So, like your earphones are so loud that even if they're in your ears, we can hear them. All I'm saying is my speakers are off, Dave. <laughs> don't tell me that all I'm saying. Like, don't you talk to me that way. <laughs> Who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> it is if better we so far away, If we weren't so far away, Braxton, I would go over there and fix this sound problem right now. I moved away from my earphone, my yeah. uh, microphone. So, oh. yeah. yeah. All right. So do you have any questions for no, Jason? No, we've moved past that. You oh, really? Cause, cause well, this is, this is where Jason actually has to do something. So, so do I wait? Jason, been, hey, do I do I I've get extra credit? I get extra credit? Yes. For these? Yes. In they're theory, they're double. They're double. No, no. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> you, you took took That's it a little too far. That's the best. Yeah. Nope. Just regular, but bonus, right? So they count for you, but they're extra. <laughs> they are extra, but they're exactly the same as everything else. Okay, got so, it. I yeah. guess bonus, right? Bonus, yep. Yeah. Does everyone get? It's the a very bonus? easy concept, and we have to explain it every 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 episode. Are they? Are I've my I've been doing college visits with my kids. Are the are the bonus questions need based? Or are they not? I don't, I don't know what that means. <laughs> income is it income based? <laughs> Can we qualify uh, for no, bonus it's, or no? No, it's it's uh, e- equitable. Okay. Okay. There you go. Which means a wild ass guess. I like that. Okay, <laughs> just gonna pick, pick some quality you have. All right. Sounds good. Uh, All right, so let's sink right into this. So this is bonus. You sank my battleship. Ah, sink into it. Oh, Word nice. nice. N- name the battle or operation. Dave's a professional, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm really I'm really coming down hard on the sound. I hope I hope it's coming through on the the, the audio because I am really trying to make this. It's you're, you're this is in our there. this is our major league try. I didn't want to tell you, Jason, but we've got some big podcasting channels that want to pick us up. <laughs> We're gonna be joining the Dice Tower Network here pretty soon. <laughs> Dice Tower Network. That's right. That's right. <laughs> We're Could going in. Pick them. No, no bad words, boys. Shh, shh, keep it cool. Keep it cool. Okay. I almost said something racist earlier, so Jason saved me on that. So that was good. <laughs> no, nope. good. We're on your own. We're doing yeah. good. All right. Bonus. You sank my battleship. Uh, name the battle or operation in which each listed military vessel was sunk in action. Oh this, boy! The first vessel is the Borodino. What battle was it sunk in? The Borodino. Who would name a ship the Borodino? It sounds like a terrible idea. Well, I mean. A certain you would think a nation would, and then you could guess where that nation's ship got sunk. Their battleship. You guys could piece this one together. Yeah, I think I think I know this. I well, the Borodino. It's got to be early Russian Imperial. Uh, so I'd say it. It's a Russo Japanese. Tsushima. Yep. Is that correct, Dave? Uh, yes, that is correct. Um, I was nice. interested. Uh, did Jason say the Russo-Japanese War? What was that? Japanese. <laughs> Try, war. Japanese. I took Jason my finger off. The... <laughs> okay. <More>. Okay. <laughs> I took my I'm, finger off. Just that. always, I'm always trying to catch him in something inappropriate yeah. if I can. Yeah. Makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> uh, the uh-huh. next ship is the SMS Blucher. Uh, where was that one sunk? SMS Blucher. What battle? 
Oh. Definitely a German ship. Oh, you know, I think I did a question for this once. <laughs> I will eat my hat if you guys get the battle correct, but <laughs> I I actually rem I actually remember this because I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out battles like naval uh battles because I've written I've written a lot of questions like this. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that preparing the quiz for us has been such a learning experience for you. It feels like you've really grown a lot. <laughs> I have. I, ha I have, man. Um, <laughs> a lot of obscure military history. It's, it's <laughs> That's going to come it's, in handy. It's, well, it's, obvi it's obviously World War One, and I'm trying to remember. It's There were all those battles down in, um, God, there was the in South America, then there was the few I'm engagements. Actually, I'm actually glad you picked Jason because I don't think I would have done particularly well on this quiz, to be honest. So, yeah, then, so it's then, the blue curve. We got the no, blue curve. I, and then there are the battles, up a few in the Atlantic. God, what was the name of that one off of, uh, oh, my God. Jutland? No, that's not one in Jutland. I know that for sure. That's it. That's the only World War One scene I know. I'm just trying to speed it up. <laughs> I figured if he, it said, if he said yes, I could be like, "Yeah, you're wrong." Okay, let's move on. There was there, there was the one that was off of. He's, he's uh, getting there. Uh, oh he's God! This is like he's going through the Dave thing where I start no. making noises until I get to the right word. Oh, uh, I know, Dogger Bank. Got it. He nailed it. Yeah, that's it. That, that's part of the process. Sometimes I remember things. So. You got to see it on the map. Yep. Zoom yep. in. There you go. So the next ship, next battleship that was sunk is the HMS Hood. HMS Hood. Well, I, like hmm. the, the battle? Yes. You can't say who sank it. I need a battle name. Uh, this is bonus after all. These questions aren't like other questions. Like the Battle of the Atlantic? I think we made it clear that these are <laughs> special questions. I mean... Is that what you're going to guess? Uh, it, it's got to be that, right? Well, wait a minute. If you want to get really specific, it's beyond the Battle of the Atlantic. I think the, the answer we're looking for is more specific than the Battle of an Entire Ocean. Well, that was what, I mean, if you go into the history books, that's what they'll say. But I know where it was specifically sunk, there was a name and it was, uh, fuck, it was, um, it yeah, was, it, it he's was looking for a more specific answer. It was off of the, I'm guessing, oh, it was north, north, north of the, north of the Jutland Peninsula. So I'm thinking it, it's the Battle of the Denmark Strait. Fuck, you just got it. That was awesome. Man, beautiful. Nice. I, I, nice. Did not, I did not think you were going to get that in a million fucking years. Good job, Braxton. I pulled that one out. Seriously. That was good. Somebody's played some naval war games. That was good. Or stared at some maps or something. Like, no, that's what, it, that's what it is. Planning, 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 planning an escape from your family while on a vacation? I don't know what you're like doing, like plotting on a map. Like, All right, this one is, is going to be easy for you guys. She'll get, get this, no problem. Uh, the next is the USS Arizona. 
Oh, well, that, I mean, the, well, Pearl, Har- Pearl Harbor raid, attack right. on Pearl Harbor. Not Operation Z. Yeah, yeah. Or as the uh, MPs on post used to always tell the Japanese tourists when they asked where the USS Arizona was, they would tell them it's right where you left it. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, next ship is the IGN Yamashiro. Yamashiro. The IGN. IJN. Yamashiro. Oh, man. Jason? Nothing. And this is another thing I've been looking a lot into is IGN Navy. So, mm. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, now, Yamashiro, from what I remember, because my one of the games I'm going to be talking about is Pacific War. Nice. Uh, not one of, I don't think it's one of the fast battleships. I think it's one of the older battleships, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it is. Fuck. Is this the last question, or is there one more? It is the last of the bonus questions for you, Braxton. I think it was in the Philippines. God, I don't remember all those. We, we will accept either a battle name or an operation name. Um... So I guess either the American battle or the name of the Japanese operation that led to the death of this particular battleship. That's a tough one. <laughs> and, my, and my pronunciation is straight on for the record for Yamashiro. That is... Exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure called. it was part of the whole Leyte Gulf thing, but I know it's a, a specific. Oh man, um, I I don't think I'll be able to pull it out. So yeah. it's uh, either Battle of the Surgao Strait or Operation Shogo. Uh, yeah. Now uh, Surgao, I think that's where they tried to sneak in through the middle of the islands. Yep. Right. That was the whole. They were trying to ambush ship. Like some some were coming through from the south and some were coming from the north or something like that or I think they were the southern force but I'm not hundred percent on that so that's good though you guys did really well one two three four five six seven eight nine correct hey not bad what was the metric nine eight 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 would be like okay oh, oh yeah, we didn't like... disappoint well when I write the quizzes I shoot for ten out of twenty so He's, well he yeah. said if he said if you get at least sixteen he'd be impressed. Yeah, well, that's crazy. <laughs> so you're you're in the the malaise between sixteen and disappointing him. Fair. Well, oh well. I mean, you barely you're barely above disappointment. <laughs> so I guess we could say that. But oh my god, checks out. It was hard. I thought it was hard. That, the, that was first that was of all a the, tough the, one. the name that loser ones were difficult. I thought a couple of the aircraft were tough. Uh, I thought you guys could have gotten, you guys got all the tanks right. Um, and I might have misscored. Well, Braxton got them all right. There, there's, there's good odds that I scored some of these incorrectly. One, two, I think three. we, I think we got 10 out of 10, 10 out Let's of 20. See, one, two, three, four. So you got four out of the battleship. I think you got, uh, we got one, most of the two, tanks, all but we got four. four out of the tanks. So that should have given you eight. Yeah. You got, you got the Grumman, that's nine. You got the Voodoo, yeah. that's ten. 
You got yep. the bolo that's eleven. Yep. Uh, you and got Jubal early that's twelve. Yep. And I think you got Bishop Herman that's thirteen. So you actually got thirteen. There we go. There we go. So I not don't know bad. where I got nine. It's not my job. <laughs> Am I supposed to score it also? I'm not yes. sure. Like, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, there you go. At Don't let I me re- score it. I remember. I remembered what everyone got. I thought that was pretty good. So That's there pretty you go. good. Good for me. Nice. Not bad. Nice work, Dave. I just take credit for everything, whether I succeed at it or not. I'm born. Yeah, thank I'm you, Francisco. Born manager. Uh, not bad. Isn't it Fernando? Jason? <laughs> I quit the podcast. I'm That's done. right. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how I made the the uh, the Arizona joke and you guys are like that's outrageous and it's like it's really not that fucking bad. I'll be no, honest. no, that's you're not, saying that's that funny. is not that fucking. I bad. thought it was hilarious. But uh, MPs regularly did get oh, disciplined yeah. for saying that it was a famous, no shit. No Schofield Barracks joke. They would do it. Right. Guys would dare them to say it, and they would you get guys would get like UCMJ punishment regularly for for doing it. Really? Wow. Yeah, they thought it was funny. Yeah, we're out. Yes. Well, well, we only found out. Well, I mean, it is, it is, like, like, technically correct, but whatever. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna do a drink break. Are we all? Yeah, me for too. Drink yep. break. Yeah, and, I'll go uh, grab a few. Yeah, we'll come back and then we'll sounds, do our thing. Do the thing. Sounds, sounds good. All right, let me grab. All right. I'm here. I'm here too, Braxton. We are waiting for Jason. We are. I mean, did Jason think we were going to reconvene at a separate location? There's maybe, be... may, maybe so, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we're still recording. We're fine. Are you recording? I don't see your little recording dot on. No, he didn't t- teach me that part. <laughs> oh, yeah, just hit that red button. Okay, hold on. And then it should say, like, do a down mix or, or whatever. There you go. There we go. Now it's official. And we're all red. <laughs> the, set, the second half after the uh, quiz. Also, like, sometimes you get ambushed. Like, I go out to... to get a drink and my wife's like oh i wish she wants to talk to me about something like oh but, of course like, of I'm course like, uh, i'm doing something right now really important i put i put a fucking note because my game room is separate from my house it's an it's a converted one car garage uh-huh. i put i put a note on my door it says do not disturb that's good you need you need like the <laughs> yeah. light right like the, yeah, the yeah. on air the red light yeah that, on that's, air. yeah that'd be awesome yeah well, it's, it'll be good to see you at the convention this year. That's awesome that you're coming. Yeah, no, I'm stoked. It'll be good. Good times. I've, I've gotten spoiled just because I can drive to it, right? So I can just zip. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's not quick. I mean, it's like eight hours, but it's right. still Do, being, it's, a, being able to just leave when you want and not have to worry about shit is worth it. Yeah, no, I know. Not having to fly is huge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. You're just not on other people's issues. Have you have you been able to go into any like local cons like over a like GMT West or any of that? No, I don't. I don't go to the. I haven't been to a GMT West since uh, God the second the the first year of uh, AC Con. I didn't go. That was 2016, I think. 
What about um, what about like any of your local stuff? Like, do they do now, that up in San Jose or they do one in in Santa Clara? I went to one. The last time I went was two thousand. God, I don't remember. Fuck, it was maybe a couple years ago. I don't know if it was before COVID or not. It's all gone so quick. Right. But um, no, I haven't been to one for a while. So, so is, is Josh pretty much your your number one gaming partner? Yeah, in town. That's it. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I I've got I've lured in a couple people to play games with me here and there, but no one's stuck. He's the only guy that'll I play continually continually with. So he's the only guy that'll come over to the garage. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. My bad. Sorry about that. Nice. Uh, did you explain to Aaron that we are doing a podcast right now, so we don't have time for her bullshit? <laughs> I was explaining to somebody else, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking knock it off right now. Uh, I am so serious. Like I, I have, my daughter has sometimes slipped. My youngest one has slipped to her friends. She's like, oh, my dad does a podcast. I'm like, don't you ever fucking tell How dare you? your fucking friends <laughs> about the podcast that we do. Because like, I don't want anyone in this area knowing me. <laughs> She's like, well, it can't be that bad. I'm like, it's pretty bad. It's nice. pretty bad. Like there's nice. been some bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? We haven't talked about oh, that. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Jason, what are you drinking? Negroni. Nice. Uh, I've got Maker's Mark. Also nice. And I'm I, I'm going. I've been drinking uh, double IPAs. That's about uh, it. Yeah, beer's yep. good. I think the yep. beer's for a uh, for a, a host who hasn't hosted in a long time. I think beer is a good choice. I'm trying to pace myself. That's right. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the mid-review crash to happen, <laughs> which we've seen. That's well, so, the, good. The, the, so good. The, the famous John Elgood episode, right? Or like which one? There's been There's so, so many. many. Like no. some of them, I don't remember because it was me. But that's fine. Uh, no judgment. <laughs> None. Yeah, I fell asleep during an episode. Passed out. So, that's uh, good. so uh, big games. Braxton, what have you been playing generally? What's the big thing? What's the big uh, the happening for you? What are you into? Uh, like, well, like you do the Here I Stand games. You like the Virgin Queen games. Right. You do those kind of big boy right. games. Uh, like, do you want to right. talk about those or you want to talk about something else that maybe you're doing right now that you're into? Well, no, I mean, I've been really into playing uh, Carthage with, uh, with Craig. Right. That's that was what I was going to review, but uh, dude, let's talk. We about can that. talk about other things. No, let's talk about Carthage. All right, or Craig. Do you want to talk yeah. about Craig for a while? Let's <laughs> review Craig. Yeah. <laughs> Pissa. Craig. Craig. Craig's Fuck awesome. Craig's Fuck Pissa. Pissa. <laughs> wicked, wicked Pissa. He's the, Craig and Patrick are the ultimate guild sluts, man. They are. It's so good. They're unbelievable. They're unbelievable. Uh, Patrick reminds me a lot of what I was when I first got into back in, well, really into, into gaming early on when I really didn't know for sure what I what I liked, mm -hmm. and I played everything. Right. <laughs> well, let's yeah. just hope Patrick has a young one coming. So let's just this is going to be the ultimate. Like we've seen what happened to Lieutenant Hoplite. I know we don't. Oh know, man, if we have Hoplite, to put if we have Hoplite. to put Patrick on the coin next year, I'm going to be so sad. I know. So sad. Like and 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 the hoplite, he he resisted and said no, it's not happening to me. And of course, it fucking happened. 
Oh yeah, Hop bless his heart is. Uh, I mean, it happened so uh, bad for him. He even dragged his own uncle down into the abyss. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uncle John is is yeah. MIA. Yeah, it's just gone. Yeah, it's sad. But Pat, Patrick is even talked about how he's like, yeah, I'm trying to slow it down a little bit, getting ready for the baby. <laughs> Mike, you have no idea, dude. You have no idea. But who knows, right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll try to give him good advice, like close more doors in the house. <laughs> like, if Always. you can hear the child crying, close yep, more doors. Just through there. walk by the row. And they're, they're so adorable how excited they are about it. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you guys don't even know what's coming. What's happening oh, to you. How they are, he was posting all that stuff about the uh, building the, you know, the, uh, the nursery in their uh, house. Yeah. <laughs> And had their argument over the crown molding. That was uh -huh. fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, <laughs> dude, it's like. Uh, yeah. Yep. Hilarious. Anyway, to Carthage. Well, Craig's, Craig's the ultimate slut because he you'll get on almost. And Craig, like, Craig's had his kids already. So yeah, they're, they're adults. Exactly. Craig's basically a fixed version of Patrick. Exactly. And so <laughs> if you get on if you get on the Discord server any night, you'll see Craig is just sitting there in our in a room. He's just like nobody else is there and Craig is there in a room, just like looking for somebody to come in. Oh really? Oh yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I, I have yeah, yeah. seen that on Discord. I didn't know that was him waiting to play. Just he's just hanging out. It's hilarious. I've dropped in a couple times and, and then we've just kind of started bullshitting and playing whatever. So but we're uh, we, we're started to play the uh, the campaign scenario from the first peanut war in Carthage, and I think we're up to like uh, <clears throat> turn seven or eight, I think. Wow, which is about a thirty, almost a thirty turn scenario. That's pretty but, solid. That's that's a that's a chunk out of it. I mean, this is my third, I guess it's my third play of the campaign scenario. I played it once with Rick Galley many years ago, and of course he annihilated me because Rick is such a shark. <laughs> he is. Uh... But it was a great learning experience. And then I played it at uh, uh, Donkey Kong back in 2021 with uh, Kev and Tony, and that was awesome. Now is a, that is is that the one where you can also like uh, move like an unlimited amount of distance until someone stops you? Well, you, there's no movement points. Basically, you can move as far as you want, but you suffer attrition. Okay. So based on the size of your army that's moving, so um, it's really cool how it works. I have yeah. it. I think I read started reading that rule, and then I was like, my mind was like. Well, and then I was they, like, I, I don't know how to play. I need to lay it out. Like some of the games, I need to have out on the, the table to play. No, totally. Know? And remember, Dave, you you declared the year of ancient wargaming because of that game, and you never followed through. <laughs> I did. I declare based on this game. Yeah, you did. That. You did. I remember your posts. It was inspiring. Oh. It was inspiring because that's when actually I decided to play it with Rick. I'm like, uh, you know, and anyway. Well, well so. then I guess I did follow through through you. <laughs> nice. Legacy. My, my, my young, my <laughs> young you disciple. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Alan Ray, uh, who is the developer of the game, decided to make some major changes in the in the in the rules, and uh, and then when Berg died, you know what, three or four years ago, then he wasn't. He, a, he couldn't object anymore. 
Right, exactly. But he, I think he pretty much gave Alan Ray kind of the go-ahead to, to make the changes before that. And then when he died, of course, there was Thunderbolt, which was 80% finished, you know, by what Berg said before he passed. Right. And then uh, Mark Herman and Alan Ray are, are, you know, working on Thunderbolt, and it's going to hopefully be released here in the next year or so. So. Yeah, because I'm looking right at Carthage. I've got Carthage right here, First Punic War. And that's Volume 2 of the Ancient World. Right, right. What, uh, I'm sorry, what was the other one? Rise of the Roman Republic. Oh, I don't have that one. Yeah, no, it's it's great. It, it is, that hard to, is that hard to find? No, you can, especially you can get it cheap now because with the new Thunderbolt Deluxe, oh, they're releasing all three games in the same box. So you'll it's it's really cheap. It, the Rise of the Roman Republic covers the Samnite Wars, like Pyrrhus, all that stuff, and the Sicilian nice. Campaign. So it, it's good stuff. And then Carthage brings in a whole new level of rules and complex. That, that's, that's young Rome, Jason. That's uh, got it. As Rome's starting to sow its wild oats, right on, on the peninsula, when they were still a republic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the classic Rome. <laughs> exactly. Um, but Carthage, the the second volume, has all sorts of a really cool stuff in it. That uh, I mean, I could get into it detail, but I don't know if bore bore everybody with it, but. I, I, I think it's think fantastic. Let's get nerdy. <laughs> yeah, talk about it. If you if so, you want to geek out on it, geek out on it. Yeah, I'll geek out. I mean, I'm interested. Bit. I'm interested. <laughs> so Carthage uh, brings in a lot of the the detail in the political systems, sure. with the the Carthaginians and the Romans. Yep. Well, the, with the Carthaginians, it's actually more simplified than the Romans. Carthaginians, you have to deal with what family is in power, the Barkids or the Maganids. Mm-hmm. And then you have to deal with the, the, like the, the Senate, the Carthaginian Senate, how interested they are in what's going on in Sicily. Right. So you have to roll, there's all these DRMs and classic bird Chrome, with trying to decide how interested they are, how many armies they are going to put in the field. I see. So for like what kind of resources they're willing to give or. Exactly. So it's, it's pretty difficult in the first Punic War because the way it was fought where the Carthaginian Senate really wasn't that interested in what was going on in Sicily. So they really didn't give a lot of resources. So it's, it's, it's difficult to get a lot of armies in the field early on in the war. Now, now you're saying that there's this struggle between the, I guess, the Barkids or the Maganids or right, um, right. And I assume Hannibal is a Barkid because Barkid, right, right. But it's his dad, right? Before, so Hannibal but, but, is just a child, but it's his dad who is who is in the first Punic War. Right? I see. So, but, so yeah. Historically, was were the Barkids in charge the whole time, or was it no, it no, split up? Okay. It was. At the end, they came. They at the very end is when they they came into power after okay. the end of the first Punic War, right? So the the uh, the Maganids were the more likely to be in power. I got it. Okay. <clears throat> Any, anyway, so so you have that part, and then the Roman side is really complicated because you've got the whole Roman magistrate uh, hierarchy in the Republic, where you've got you know the consul, you got the Rome consul, you've got the Proconsul, you've right. got all these different the pra- the praetors and 
all these different levels of who and then who could control a consular army and uh so so for you as the roman player are you kind of at the whim of of like some kind of random roman political machine that selects consuls each year and then you're hoping that you get good generals that can actually pretty much because a lot of the roman generals at that time are horrible well yes that's that's built into their system yes so you have a a huge pull of roman leaders that you you draw from a like chits that you draw from this pool sure. right and and uh it's all random right so right. there is an option though that from the the turn before you can um prorogue a really good roman leader and bring him into the next turn right so you're bypassing the idea of re-electing the roman consul and sometimes though but the possibility of that guy of the of the that console that you're trying to prorogue dying goes right. up so there's a possibility that he'll 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 die whatever but um the it's tough because there's some really shitty roman leaders and there's some really good roman leaders so you, you just never know what you're gonna get and that's the challenge of it and the same thing with the carthaginians too like you don't there's some great carthaginian leaders and there's some shitty ones so and it's all it's all random and something that's built into the system is that you have you can't so let's say you're the carthaginian like i am right now playing craig i have some really good leaders i have some really shitty leaders if i want to recall a leader and try to get a better one my the efficiency of my army suffers and there's a possibility the guy that i'm pulling will get crucified (laughs) it's classic well the 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 other thing is like you know i mean basically the the I mean, just having read a lot about it and studied it quite a bit, um, the Roman system wasn't really set up to have the best generals. Right. Like, like we think like, oh, yeah, well, if the consuls, we need a consul who's a great general to fight this war. Well, when that happens, you get Marius, Sulla, Caesar. I mean, the worst right. thing that can happen to the Republic is a great general is suddenly put in charge of all the Roman armies. Right. Because then the Senate freaks out like this guy's too popular, right? right. He's going to be a threat, <laughs> yeah. right? He's yeah, a threat yeah. to them. <laughs> so it's a, it's an interesting system where they kind of want like a mediocre guy who's going to be decent, but not too good. Uh, and at this point where they still doing that thing where they would, uh, one guy would be in charge one day and the other guy, or was that a later thing they no, that was that was during the Second Punic War. Anytime okay. two consuls showed up at a battle, that and they were they're in charge of two different consular armies. It was the, they would switch command of the army to each separate day. So right? in this so in this period, <laughs> were they basically efficient. were they assigning consuls based on like theaters? Like, hey, you're going to go to Sicily and you'll be our consul for Sicily, and then yes. this guy will be yes. And then there were certain consuls that were assigned that you actually had to get you actually had to get permission to leave italy so there's part of that built in the game too yeah there's cool. the senate permission chart that's where you cool. have to roll against it to leave italy yeah it's really Jason, cool this is a re- and, this is a republic uh, this is a republic that's led by people who are all basically from the same noble family sure i yep. mean this is there's maybe 20 30 families that are contributing all the senators and the, thus the also the candidates for consul Right. So this yeah. is not yeah, like America. Popular. It, it, it's it was not like very our inse- Yeah, yeah, it was very incestuous. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 
and and so it, it obviously creates a lot of limitations of what they can do but at the same time it it really it gives that really cool historical flavor as you're playing it so and, are the are the romans generally better fighting than the carthaginians well the romans have unlimited manpower resources right and this so, is, so that's it let's talk what are the yeah. strong points of the romans like the roman republic what's its strong points weaknesses and what's the carthaginians strong points and weaknesses so in the early in the war so the carthage at least in the first punic war the carthage has the better navy right they have better naval sure. capabilities okay they can build fleets faster they have better navies their crews are better trained and the romans start from nothing right they in fact in the game i'm playing with craig he his roman navy got wiped out and he basically has nobody right now <laughs> so he's stuck on italy basically no you can around. still you can still transport but if you're gonna if i bring in a big navy i can blockade him i see and then he can't do shit, right but it it um the, the big thing, the, the strength of Romans is their unlimited manpower. So the Carthaginians actually have for each um, group of, of um, let's say, like their mercenaries, they can pull from the Lingurians, they can pull from the Numidians, the Mauritanians, the Celtiberians, all these different groups that was part of their empire. They only have a certain amount of strength points they can pull from each group. Right. And that's for the whole game, and you actually have to track that. So when you're in the when you're trying to raise troops at the beginning of each turn, and you you actually have to roll against this chart to see how much you can pull, and you actually track how many forces you pull from that area, mm -hmm. and it's for the whole game. It's not unlimited. So the big difference is that Rome has unlimited resources to r raise legions, where the Carthaginians have a, a limited source. So right, it's it's arguable that in the long run the Romans have, were actually had less quality, but they had an unlimited source of troops. Like exactly. so, if they if they lost exactly. an entire army, it was like no problem. We'll just raise another army. Right, like especially in the Second Punic War, right? You had yeah. like like Trasimene, you had the, the Trebia River disaster. Well, it, it, and it really all that. it yeah. really comes up later on in like the 400, 300, 400 ADs where you'll see a Roman army that was like 20,000 gets wiped out somewhere and they're like, oh, this was a fucking complete disaster for the Roman Empire. And you're thinking like, Jesus Christ, like go back to the Second Punic War. They were losing armies of like 60, 70,000 guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, like every three months. Like, like it was like, no big it, deal. It can, it can, 70 80 000 soldiers at Canae, right yeah. so but that's the big shift back then they had uh, almost unlimited resources so yeah. big challenge for so one thing that happened in my game with with craig is that i i i had got, i'd rolled really well and i i got this great rating where the carthaginian senate said you can have four armies in the field which is the best you can do the whole game okay and, and i drew i happened to draw randomly my best one of my best carthaginian leaders this guy he had the best so the carthaginian the roman leaders and carthaginian leaders have a was was, have a was craig in the bathroom when you drew this guy maybe i, I don't mean know. are we sure are we sure this is on the open up track okay you might it's, want to go through the log files on that sucker like check, that, check the log files well we were playing this live he saw oh, it okay. yeah 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 and so i i also got i i created a whole new different force i rolled like the best you could roll like this huge army moving from carthage to sicily 
And as I'm moving my force from Carthage to Sicily, I ro- of course, this is classic Berg. I, I rolled like shit and my force died. My entire force was eliminated in a naval disaster. Oh, like storms? Yes, like, storms. Oh, they all died. It was like a, a 5% chance that it happened. And it happened. <laughs> That's awesome. And so I, I lost my best leader who cannot be replaced and all my forces, which I cannot replace. I would so, like to think that Berg's body rolled over a little bit onto his shoulder and he threw that, a that, smile. That's exactly smile. what I said. Little, little thumbs up. That's exactly what I said when I played. I said Berg would be smiling upon us. Right? God bless him. Yeah, yeah God and, bless him. <laughs> and for a guy who wrote rules, some of the most entertaining rules you could ever sit out on front. Oh, no doubt. Oh, yeah, no like, doubt. No doubt. Like, like, talk about in a world where now we read rules where your mind starts to wander after a page. If, um, if I read on a on the couch on a Sunday, forget it. Yeah, like, don't, don't read. Like, that, I think, it lights I think out. Most, most rule sets should have warnings that said, do not read while prone. Oh, it's so true. But another, but, but his were just always excellent. So another amazing, cool, uh, really cool bit of Chrome in the game is that it's something called the augury tables. Mm. So when you're you're pulling you're pulling chits from the activations of the leaders, there's something called the auguries, and you pull this chit randomly during the turn, and you roll on this chart, and you roll see the eyes. How are the eyes? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so when Craig and I were playing recently, he had he had moved this full con- like double consular army down from Rome and he was trying to get down to Sicily and he stopped and Capua was very close to Mount Vesuvius. He rolled a I re- we rolled a double zero on this augury chart. It was a one percent chance of this happening, but Mount Vesuvius erupted. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and and wiped out eighty percent of his legions. So it's like completely random, but it happened. And so it just gave this amazing like flavor to the game. And he lost eighty percent of basically his whole consular army was well, wiped and, out. And Craig so, is again one of those opponents who would be like what the fuck? Like, that was awesome. Like, you know, he's not going to, like, it's part of the whole game of Craig, it, right? Oh, that's what I love about Craig. He takes it in stride, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was fucking amazing. And uh, anyway, we're, we're, he, right now he's, he's pushing back with his Romans. They're starting to gain the upper hand in Sicily, but we have a long way to go. We'll see what happens. Right? So the, th- the Thunderbolt game that you're describing, so that's going to be uh, Punic Wars and maybe some of the other wars? So the Thunderbolt... It's like social wars? Are we going to see the well, social wars or the... Not not quite, because that's earlier, but the Thunderbolts, the Thunderbolt Deluxe package has the new game, which is the second Punic War, right? So that's the added map of Mauritania and Spain, and then it's going to have the full second war like scenario and then it'll have everything from rise of the roman republic and carthage in one box so it's going to be awesome like and is that, on, is that on is that on is that order right now when i get charged in, in two yeah. years i'll be like what the fuck? <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure i haven't yeah. pre-ordered but yeah no it'll it'll be out hopefully within a year is my that guess that sounds awesome so, the, that, yeah. the story piece of what you're talking about like that's that's so cool oh Dude, it's, it, that whole roman but the whole roman history and maybe that, it'll help with the quiz at some point that that whole period is some of the best oh roman it's so history. good like it's that so whole good. western roman history from like uh 
like right when they start tangling with the Carthaginians or even Pyrrhus, that area, all the way up to, to later. Like, I think up to Caesar for me yeah. is kind of my favorite spot, yep. right? Absolutely. And then, yep. Because once Caesar takes over, then it all starts. Then you get a bunch of assholes who are just taking over, fucks up the whole thing. But they don't, like, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The, the, the idea that the dream of the Republic is, is interesting. Like that kind of it fantasy is. of how yeah. the Roman Republic would operate is is interesting it is and that's and, what I, and, and i'm gonna include mithridates in that too because he's also part of that out in the eastern nice. frontier. oh yeah well the whole saga behind you know mithridates and pompey and mm -hmm. caesar and all that whole the whole triumvirate all that is fucking great shit man yeah. the, the, the storyline behind that is just wonderful so yeah so uh good job braxton yeah so that's your big jam. That's what you're playing now. Jason, what do you Give playing? us a rating. Oh, yeah. So let's get, uh, well, obviously, if you're going to give it high ratings, right? So do you feel like my, what's the my beer rating? rating on it? What's the beer rating? Uh, beer rating, I'd say, like for Carthage, uh, three or four beers. <laughs> like like when the armies actually fight, what are you doing? It's like CRT, you're rolling a couple dice. I mean, it's an interesting. Uh, the, the CRT is different. It's not like you don't get these big these big swinging victories right sometimes it's you lose a certain it's not like these giant wipeout battles right so but but is it there like is multiple combat though, rounds is it multiple combat rounds or is it going to be one die roll to resolve a battle no there's a couple different die rolls like sometimes if you have cavalry superiority you can move into this phase called pursuit and butchery <laughs> which is classic burg right so you can actually inflict more losses if you're the victory and you have better cavalry so that that part's really cool but okay. it, it's it's pretty simple if you learn if you lose a certain amount more more strength points in your the attacker then you you get a major victory which has all these different clauses that 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 you know you you if you have a major victory as the roman or the carthaginian it it actually affects your political phase because your senate on both sides are like whoa we lost a big battle we need to contribute more more into this into this war right oh, okay. so it's really cool how it works so actually losing for the romans means that the the senate might give you more resources yeah. Absolutely, you get a better better DRMs when you're rolling to request more legions. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. Yeah, and so the counters are basically like certain numbers of legions. Yeah, yeah. You have the leader, and then you have different strength points. Exactly. That's cool. Well, that's good. What about GBOH? You do any big GBOH stuff? Yeah, I'm playing uh, the Battle of Sentinel, which is from the uh, the Barbarian module from SPQR with. The Elder Jed, which okay. is the Samnites against against the Romans. It's it's a great battle. Yeah, good stuff. Nice. Uh, so and I think they're they're banging it down in, in AC Con too. There's going to be a, oh, nice. a a four player game. So you've got there's basically two separate armies in that scenario. So it's really good four player scenario. And Elder Jed, Hollywood, OJ, and Ralph are playing. Jason, what about you? What do you got going on? A lot of little stuff. We've had some uh, visitors in the guest room lately, so my uh, my game table gets gets packed away. So I'm playing these little 
mint tin games, like I mentioned earlier. Um, picked up two of them recently. One is called Dust Runners, and that was the one I was more interested in because it's kind of like a cyberpunk post-apocalyptic kind of, I guess post, post-apocalyptic more than cyberpunk, but kind of like a Mad Max vibe. Um, and the other one is called uh, Iron Helm. Um, and Dust Runners is kind of a race against the bot that's following you. Um, but it's really like you, the, I guess the, the designer uses this system. It's the same designer on the, on both games, but, uh, you can either use basically like the top card of the deck. Like you can, you can see that, or you can, uh, take the next card, but if it's a bad card, the, the badness is, is amplified. Um, and you're basically trying to outrun the, the like you stole something from this band of outlaws and you're, you're trying to get away. Um, and that one, while the theme was more my style, it wasn't as engaging, I guess, because you're, it's very resource lean and very like, you can't just move. You have to, have a card that tells you that you could move um so like my first time playing i lost on the third card flip (laughs) because the you know the just the way the cards come out the the raiders caught up but that is good right like you want a game where you have to you know you have to run at that point yeah so yeah it's like you were running next to someone else and you saw them get caught (laughs) and you're like oh shit don't do that (laughs) so it's it's fun and it's like you know it's like a 20 minute game right so even if it's not the best thing it fits in this fucking altoids tin and it has little like the art is pretty good um the components are surprisingly good it's just this game crafter game um little cubes to kind of track resources and stuff and then you're trying to get away so jason's gonna get pulled over and they're gonna be like why the fuck are all these little tins in your fucking car i'm like what the fuck is this guy what's up with this dude especially right now when my allergies are bad he's got all the tattoos he's kind of shaky i don't know what's going on i don't know what's going on with all these little tins in his car He's, he's got a bunch of ziplocs with dice in them i'm not sure what they're for we love man <laughs> uh, and the other one is Tin Helm, um, which is a dungeon crawl game. Um, it's uh, the way I would describe it is like a roguelite. So you're basically trying to collect gems in this dungeon, um, and that's the win condition. And it's a similar kind of system where, um, but on this one, you the room of the dungeon is on the top of the card and what might be in that room is on the bottom of a card so it's not actually of that room but in the every card has a room on one side and stuff on the other um and so you can either the the room the deck is rooms face up and you can either go into that room and then you would use the bottom of the card underneath it to see what's in that room or you would flip that room over to see and use the room that's below it and use the stuff that's on the bottom of the room card you just flipped over. So that's interesting. So the, the room that you're looking at isn't necessarily the, the card that's going to give you the information. Exactly. Room. Yeah. And, and it's not a huge deck, so you can kind of start to piece together like, okay, this is the altar. On the back of the altar is 
a campsite, I need to camp. So maybe I don't go to the altar, even though, you know, that would be kind of potentially a lower boss fight. Is, is that part of the game though? Knowing which sides of the cards there are? Yeah. Yeah. So the, okay. the, the designer for, for, for these games, and I should look it up, then I will in a second, but, um, he, he talks about it in the video. Like that's part of it is kind of gaming it a little bit and knowing what, what might be there. Um, yeah. If that's part of it, that's cool. Like yeah. if that's supposed to be some of the edge you get that you would know that, or you smell smoke. So, you know, it's the campfire on the other side or, or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and I loved the hell out of this game. It's, it's super simple. Um, the now is it same same character every time, or can you no, modify so your character? Thing. Yeah. So all of the cards are double sided. So the character cards on one side are uh, so we say say race in the RPG sense, right? Um, and on the back side, oh, go is, ahead, Jason. I don't care. Like I'm not going <laughs> to. On the back side is like the. Um, like profession, I guess. So whatever's on the backside of the race you choose, you can't choose that profession. Um, but you kind of get these two cards and they give you your starting stats and your starting uh, equipment. And then you, you go into the dungeon and you're trying to find three gems and survive. So you have to like find food by fishing and rest to heal hit points. And it's it's like a roguelite video game because it's, you know, it, you have a little bit more control over that, but it you know, you're kind of randomly walking through this place, fighting stuff, trying to hunt for treasure, super engaging. And again, like 30 minutes, I think, to, to play it. You could you could probably play this, both of them. Not that I would ever do this. Um, I would. Uh, you could play this on like a tray table of an airplane. And, super and, tiny and, and you've done it. You've done this. I, I haven't yet. <laughs> <laughs> But I did buy them in. in is this, in is that. this a is this a business class game or a coach class game? Uh, yeah, like uh, economy plus maybe. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, these like small solo games that I've been playing, like old solo, these small solo games I have, um, and and these kind of popped up, and like yeah, that that's kind of hitting the spot. So Tin Helm, super fun he makes a bigger version called iron helm which is like a boxed version but for me like having this small footprint you could play it on the coffee table you could play it on a tv tray whatever. but i mean I, the advantage of iron helm is you can put your uh your rig all your heroin stuff everything all in there it'll all fit in that tin tin piece <laughs> not the tiny mint helm so sure yeah you don't have to worry about your the hype and all that stuff it'll all, <laughs> all, the, all your stuff will fit in the big i'm, I'm joking folks don't worry <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, and, yeah. and so that inspired me and then you know josh just put out his game so i picked that up i picked up another from the same designer um and yeah looking looking forward to more of these little little tin games yeah nice. I, I, I thought it was interesting josh did that game and i thought it was a really cool idea i mean josh honestly has come out with a lot of games and i don't uh, I don't know how much appreciation he's gotten for some of the stuff. And again, that's a little of this my fault. I have not played uh, some of his games and I think we need to check it out. So and maybe his, 
Throw him his, some reviews. His game, Die Hitman, is fucking phenomenal. It's right. that's like, what I've it's, heard. So, it's yeah, so it's fucking good. good. Yeah, it's so, so good. Like I like, feel like they are good. Like he seems to be really into the designs. Yeah. So I'm like, it's just not really my thing. But I feel like, yeah, maybe I should check out some of his stuff. So, yeah. so Die Hitman, that is the so, one. So yeah, the for big... all the solo players, it's a solo game. You're yeah. you're, you're a Hitman, and you have, it's. Now, so you're trying to, to do your hit and survive? And survive and get out before the cops get you. Okay. Super fun. Like, yeah, there's like a spatial element to it. There's a dice kind of manipulation aspect to it. It's been a little while since I played it, but super, super fun. Because so I, when I he was doing his stuff would be, you would be into his kind of stuff because oh, yeah. you like those types of small games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, small solo games sign me up. And, and so he did a small solo Vietnam game. I like and he had a samurai one. He had a samurai one too, I think. He's done, a, he's done a shitload of them. Yeah. And he's I was looking stop. at, oh, in the, because you guys, or maybe he was playing it, the Great War Commander. Like he did yeah. his hostile yeah. AI system, which he did like Look a port it. for Great War Commander. Yeah. yeah lo lo lots of stuff. And didn't Lock and Load try to pick up one of his oh, solo yeah. things? Oh, yeah. Don't. Yeah. Oh, that's, he, he, is that, is that, that is a story. That's a story. <laughs> okay, well, we'll, we'll, oh, we, we, we need to get Josh on so he can hear about some of the stuff. So, oh, he'll, uh, he'll give you the story about that. He, that, that dude at lock and mode is a, a whatever. Okay. Yeah. I got it. That's and all that, So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we need to get Josh obviously out at a convention. So Josh yeah. needs to come out. So it's, it's safe there. He's, I'll uh, work, I'll work on him. Work on him. It. He's, yep. he's he's invited so he should come uh yeah well that sounds like so, i've i've seen he has a ton of shit so it all looks great yeah so i'll, I'll report back on on uh because on the, the samurai one looked cool it was like you went in to do like an assassination and again similar i think you had to escape after doing your hit or something like that like you were a ninja or something like that That's i don't know he's, cool. he he puts a ton of stuff uh, that might be Ni ninja knights that one that he did i maybe. think yeah maybe yeah. yeah yep no good no yeah it's all good stuff so yeah so die hitman that's die, die hitman solid should yeah. run out and and where do guys get that is there he does it's, like he's on a website right where they they market it, his games yeah it's called the gamecrafter.com there you go folks yep um so yeah die hitman missing in action is coming um and then the two i just talked about Dust Runners and Tin Helm from Jason Glover. Um, Tin Helm I preferred, but both were good. If you like these kind of small solo games, it's it's, it's worth checking out. But again, if you're going to buy a game, you're going to buy you want to buy a game from somebody who's a guildy like That's you. True, so you sure. buy one yeah. of Josh's games, and it's like and twenty three bucks. I mean, right now with the prices, like and also like so the more games you buy too if you like the game he can make more games right so that's how it works for these uh these guys who have these low margin yep. games that they produce right so if you buy them then they can design more stuff and you can say hey how about this type of game i don't think it requires much for josh to be like oh you like that type of game based on that well shit i can make fucking 20 games based right. on that <laughs> right. that type of thing and you might enjoy all of them so so let's help Josh so, out. Fuck yeah, he 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 is a really good dude. He, I think he's. And, I think he's and, a yeah, really good. Dude. He's a really like good said, guy. I've tried yeah. to I've tried to have him come on. He just wasn't up for doing it. So uh, I'll uh, push him. I'll push yeah. him. Don't worry. Yes. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get a drink and then I'm gonna do my reviews. Nice, nice, so. nice.
Waiting for Jason again. I think we're good. Yeah, the other fun thing we can do is go through our GMT pre-orders. Uh, I was also, we should talk about what we're going to play at ACCon. Oh, yeah, let's do that for sure. Yeah, yeah, because I've got a list. Would you want to start off with that? We, we could, if you yeah, think it's that. appropriate. Yep, do that. Braxton, you can start. Cool, cool. Oh. Just make sure you press your button while we're talking about it. No, absolutely. Oh, I got it. Like, how I've dare got... you? Like, how dare you? Yes. Okay, just hit it. <laughs> I'm right here. Push the talk, the big one. Right okay. Here. All right. <laughs> All right. So, I'm, should, I, I, so I, I, what, what, what's your what's your AAC con strategy? What, what, what do you, do you mean? Like what do you, what do, you mean? do? Like for me, I'm going in. I'm trying to do a bunch. I'm trying not to do a monster game. I'm doing some games with a C-Rack. I think we're doing DNB and Fu, like nice. the, the Legion game. The nice. Six. All right, here we go. Classic. He's back. He's back. The second edition. Uh, yeah. Nice. Which I do? I have to punch it. I'm not sure. I need to look at it. Have Are you gonna pull a Paul and clip it right there? <laughs> I do. I have not even taken that shrimp. Well, I played that the first so version, but oh my gosh. but the second version we're gonna do. And so the idea is we're gonna do Strike of the Eagles first, which is Polish Russian, yes, which I yes. which I knew would be right I, for I, 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 I played it. Yeah, it, it's a great game, and yeah. uh, we'll play that. And then, uh, then we're going to do DNB and Foo and try to give it enough time, maybe two days, to see if we can finish it. Because the problem with that one is that one can take a lot longer than you expect. Right. Right. The strike of the eagle, that like old block game? Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Wow. The Russians versus the Poles. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be. I think that was like one of the first five games. Obviously. Played. Obviously, I'm playing the Russians in that one. I don't think C-Rex is going to play the Russians. He's got to be the good guys. Yeah. yeah, so we're doing that one. Let me see. What the fuck else are we doing? Uh, let me look. Dan Bradford is such a good game. I've heard. I've seen it played. And the problem is it can last quite a while. Yeah. So yeah. We tried to kind of set it up so we would be able to play late let's look at dave's thing oh and i'm playing legion of honor nice. so we're doing strike of the eagle on wednesday legion of honor which is the card game i guess where you play like napoleonic guys yeah it's like successful oh lawrence like played that last year right like a no like no a napoleonic officer that moves through the whole saga of his like no, moving yeah. up in rank right right lawrence yeah. and i played a card game involved napoleonic battle card game okay but not this one is like yeah where you're trying to sleep with different women or whatever try to move up through the ranks and huh. it's pretty uh, it's pretty involved it looks awesome yeah. I, I felt there'd be heavy drinking so i was in on that thursday that's my thursday yeah. game nice nice uh friday then we're doing dnb and foo and i think saturday we're doing dnb and foo and then in the evenings, I've got uh, time set aside for uh, History Maker Baseball, which is something that's good, awesome. Good to go. Good I to always go. I got the uh, entire. I think it's I got I think I have the 1976 season oh, for MLB, nice. which for me is I'm as a Steve Garvey, young Steve Garvey. Oh fan. That God. Is, like that's the maximum Steve Garvey male awesome. young male lust 
Steve Garvey and his, and his biceps. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, we love nice. Steve. We love our Steve. Seventy-six Steve Garvey. <laughs> love Steve Garvey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Platonic yeah. Mellow. Oh, it's it's so much. There's so much Steve Garvey for the seventies. Fucking uh, yeah. And then uh, then uh, I've got a, a Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Third Edition, which I am now super in heat for own all the cards and i've actually seduced rex to start get collecting it too so now rex is also going to start gming uh warhammer fantasy roleplay third edition so is this uh rex rex gator rex gator so tell me about the cards uh i will but i want to do it when it's my turn like i guess this is is this my turn i guess this is my turn are we talking about the con let's talk about the con <laughs> so let's talk about the con and then I'll, i'm happy to talk to you about the cards can we talk about the con first? I would love to. Because I'd love to give other people a chance to talk about what they're going to play. And then we can get into what I am doing. What terrible things I've been up to lately. <laughs> right? I love that Catholic guilt. Yeah. So why, why don't we start? Like, So uh, Braxton, what do you got planned for AEC con? And so, hey, just in case you don't know... Um, I would say that by listening to this particular episode, you have just made yourself eligible to attend the Advanced After and Combat Convention. Absolutely. So, no joke. Like, if, if you can and you want to, Why come you to go? the convention. What the fuck if, is wrong with you? If, if it continues going this way where people are like, meh, the convention is not going to last forever right the, like and we, it, it, it's kind of like the online disease isn't this the thing where it's, it, it's been so, it becomes so easy online now to where <laughs> no one ever wants to meet anyone ever but. yeah people are quiet quitting our, our convention and I, i'm not here for it <laughs> and and for, yeah if you can't tell like you've never met me probably but you probably figured out that's not my personality so, <laughs> pick up the phone <laughs> so, you're so, an adult yeah, so, so I'm playing. Uh, yeah, I'm playing uh, successors on Wednesday night with a great group of guys. Uh, then I'm playing. Uh, and successors is the whole thing where you're trying to get rid of Alexander's body. Correct. Correct. You're yeah. basically everyone's trying to carry the body to us. It's all of Alexander's generals. He's dead. It's all his generals that yes. succeeded him. Perdiccas, all those guys, and they're trying. One of them is Tol- going to Ptolemy, get his body. Everybody. One of them is going exactly. to get his body and bury him appropriately. But by God, it's going to be where that guy wants to bury. Him. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Then I'm playing here. I stand uh, with a group of people, and then uh, I'm playing cataphract late that night with uh, Craig. Oh, so that's not a group of people game. So good for you, Braxton. Way to branch out. Hey, you know it. And then uh, uh, Craig and I are going to play an old bird game, which is, I don't know if it's any good. We'll see. It's called Druid. Okay. It's oh, about, yeah, it's about the Iceni. Invasion of Britain? What is yeah, this? The, yeah. The, well, the Iceni Rebellion, Boudica. Okay. Boudica. Uh, in Britain. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Tits out. Uh, and then we're. That's pl- right. And then I'm playing some, some Men of Iron with uh, uh, Elder Jed. And. Uh, and then also some musket and pike as well. Well, wow. so good. Which which good musket, stuff? Which musket yep. and pike? Do you know the particular struggle? I'm probably gonna play uh, um, uh, Edge Edgefield Edge okay. Hill. Nice, with, uh, Elder Jed. So we yep. do some English yep. action. Nice. Fucking English Civil War, exactly. 
Yeah, nice. Good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jason, what yep. do you got scheduled for AAC? So I am currently obsessed, obsessed with trick-taking games. So I'm bringing a bunch of this like dumb shit to play. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at your schedule yep. right now. So Tuesday night <laughs> is dumb trick-taking dumb games. Dumb trick-taking games. Right. It's, yep. It's like Sades? Like Spades, yeah, but like, <laughs> like, like, get, like, do you play euchre? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. Like euchre is the huge Iowa game, but also That's... like, um, make it superhero themed, and then like give it a rules twist, and and that's basically what it is. Yeah. Right, but it suits and trumps. Yeah. Suits yeah. and trumps. Su okay. Suits and trumps, exactly. Um, or no suits and like theoretical suits, like Cat in the Box. Um, nice. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's fun. Um, so let's Thursday, get to your next thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, apparently, I'm playing Kung Fu 2100 with Ralph, which I'm looking nice. forward to. I, oh, I is love that the one where you have to attack like a like you're attacking a facility? Yeah. Nice. Um, like, is that Steve Jackson games? That might be. Steve yes. Jackson, right? Yeah. Uh, Thursday, we have our our traditional 18xx game. Your stock game, yeah, and yeah. I, I'm seeing Duck has stuff. I I think that's going to be like a 10, 12 hour game, which is kind yeah, of that's fun. your rail, that's your railroad stock game. Wow. Right, but typically they're like six to eight hours, and I think this one's going to take longer. We we went with the a newer re release, eighteen eighty China, and I think it's just going to take a long fucking time. Jason, have you thought about instead of wearing like a railroad hat, wearing just suspenders, no belt? For the game? <laughs> it's not a bad look. Nice. Oh, I, I need saying, less time on the Peloton to justify that, but good, maybe. Good. You don't have to justify anything, baby. If you're funny. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I, I appreciate you. I feel seen, Dave. Uh, Hugh. Hugh. Wow. Then more dumb. I'm just, I'm just reading. Hugh. Uh, and yeah, Red Hugh, block by block, way, block by block with Mitch. <laughs> hey, did, uh, you, did you see my post for Polis where I said you drink yeah, oh, more yeah. wine while playing than you trade? Yeah, that first. <laughs> I, I I have trauma around Polis now because of that game. <laughs> I, I got wine best, drunk no and one, just lost my ass. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think I got enough thumbs up for that. And I was like, what it the was fuck, perfect. man? I it was like, perfect. Because I remember you playing it and you're like, so let me remember the real. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like he's was, been drinking his own wine cubes. I, I was doing so well. And then started drinking and it's just all gone. <laughs> what was and I doing last year? And Rex was like a total shark. Rex just like, Rex was like dead sober. <laughs> I think I thought I saw Rex might have even snorted some coke at some point. Just edge up. And I was like, I was like, that's not fair. Like he's drinking, you're snorting coke. That's not time out. And so we played recently on Board Game Arena. We were both like, yeah, I have no idea what's going on. So I need to get back into Polos because that it's Polos such a nice. game. It is a great it's game. Just it's it's so like brain burning, and it just yeah. But, well, but maybe it's, maybe it, it'll come it back is, this year. It is, but like it's like it's once you it's, play it, yeah. Right. Like you had a lot of wine. I had a lot of wine. <laughs> so that's that how I live my life. I think that's no judgment. That's, that's why I tell Aaron, hey, you know what? I got to karate almost on time. I had a lot of wine tonight. Leave yeah, me alone. Believe me. Like, <laughs> again, like, who am I? like you're never going to get judged by me. Like, <laughs> I know. You can, I know. Al I, you can I always Jason, you. just stand next to me <laughs> and just be like, it's not as bad as anything that this guy has done in his life. 
Uh, All right, so then we've got GCACW. Playing some uh, – well, I'm playing Musket and Pike also okay. um, with Gersh. Um, we'll nice. also play some English Civil War stuff. Um, and the Men of Iron – I don't know who I'm playing Men of Iron with. But, I I mean, whoever says, hey, do you want to play Men of Iron? Yes. Yes, I do. We'll play. Yep. And then uh, GCACW, I think we're doing a four-player game – a smallish so, scenario from the new box. I was going to say because it says with Jason, so I, I wasn't yeah, I wasn't familiar that. with that gaming product, but I guess <laughs> it was dibs on Jason. That's right. I'm a hot commodity. It's kind of hurtful. I don't see any games like that with me. No one's that excited. I, I know. I'm sorry. Well, well, I'll talk to I'll talk to some guys. Yeah, I'm looking. Plain. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my column. It's all just tied to game titles. That's fine. <laughs> Good. And then playing Crucis Planet to, to cap it off, which is a weird roll and move economic game. Um, That's Saturday with, night with Gersh. Yeah, Gersh. And then you I think, think Jesse, you're somehow going to have time for dumb trick taking games that evening. Probably Crucis Planet was probably like an hour. It's it's a relatively quick game. But I mean, let's look real quick at what we've fun. got going on Saturday night. We have uh, Air Superiority. Let's see, Hood Strikes North. I assume it, that Solid. might be. Is that GCS? It that is. Might be yep. JC, that might be. You might just have figured out what game you're going to play, Jason. No, we're playing the. I can't think of the name right now, but the one that just came out. So I see close action. Musket Pike. Last chance for victory. On, oh, under Richmond. Oh, that's Brian. That's no, Brian's playing last chance for victory the whole time. Uh, that's hardcore. Just going through some of the stuff. Uh, good. Next war, sort of Rome. Yeah, a lot of, of GCACW. All right, making sure CRAC's on my CFR racing. Uh, CFR, yeah. So we got some racing games. I don't think my History Maker baseball game is going to survive against CFR racing, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Have you played Championship Formula Racing? Mm, I'm not a. I'm it's not a fun. Yeah. It's not, super fun. It's fun. Not my thing. Yeah. No. I think they're actually going to play Apocalypse Road. At the convention, also because I'm really? selling, I'm selling uh, my my Apocalypse Road game at the convention. That Jeff Harger one, whatever it was, yeah. I ordered it from GMT, and I was like, I'm just not a racing car guy kind of thing. That's not my thing. I I I, I see it on TV. Does doesn't interest me. Doesn't. I do appreciate that Samer built nap time into his his schedule. <laughs> that's that's pretty solid. Does he have naps in there? I didn't. He does. He does. That's good stuff. It's mostly nap. A little nice. BCS, mostly nap. Oh my gosh! Like I think, does you think he goes to the convention just to get away from his? Family? I think. I think so. That's what. That's. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! You're yeah, talking that's... about Sammer? Yeah. Sammer? Yeah. So we see nap, BCS, nap, nap, varsity, 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 bathrobe time, BCS, BCS, <laughs> Azanti high lightning. So he's playing Azanti high lightning. Then nap. BCS, BCS, and then nap, nap. So that's a lot of naps. Well, that's good for nice. him. I mean, he knows who he is, right? Like, like know yourself. Nice. So we'll see. So, uh, yeah, so I've talked a little bit about I think I talked but a little bit Bre about Brexit, what Did you do your whole deal? Yeah, yeah, so what, Carthage. Uh, that was right. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I did. Came alone, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you did you miss the whole Carthage review? That was. <laughs> no, I was here for that. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. And Jason, you did your Mentos. You did your Mentos games. I did. Okay. Fresh, keeping it fresh. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
so all I have really to talk about is uh, played a little Pacific War. Um, well, before can we oh, talk about yeah the cards? Cards. Oh, oh, you want to talk about Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay? Jeez, I'm very, okay. I'm, okay. <laughs> wow. You posted that picture. No, I'm and into it. It looks like someone had sleeved, you know, like Dominion or something on their yeah. couch, and it's a role playing game. So I just, I just want to get like the pitch and like. Hundred percent. I'll, I'll talk about it. What do you want to know? Are do you build your character with cards? All right. So, so we're talking about Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. Third edition. And third edition. This is dead. It's a dead game. Yeah. Uh, it was made like by... Like all of our favorite languages. It was made by Fantasy Flight, uh, based off a license from, obviously, Games Workshop. Okay. And I and, didn't realize that. Okay, that it's, that makes more sense now. Right. And so between maybe like, I want to say between like 2010 and 2013, they produced an incredible amount of product is this like they did the gamma world game that had the cards in it uh like it's it's gamma world no nope. by whatever edition but the card like there were encounters on cards and equipment no. on card no. no okay okay so basically what they did was they they did uh i think like uh something along the lines of eight supplement packs each of which had adventures they did uh, four campaign adventures that they produced, all of which had cards, every all the components, all everything packaged with them. And then they did like maybe at the end, uh, five or six print-on-demand uh, products that you could get. Uh, so at this point, I'd mentioned this because I was like, I always really kind of liked the game, couldn't figure out who to play it with. And then I was like, I'm going to finally sell it. And then when I started going through it, I was, I talked about this last time, I was like, uh, and I started liking it again, and then I ended up. Now I I can report that I bought everything. So I bought basically almost all the supplements, and the only thing I don't own is the last uh, campaign product, which will probably run me about two hundred fifty bucks if I want to buy it, and then a couple print on demand products, which maybe run fifty bucks a piece. Um, so the idea is. This is kind of the concept. It's based on cards and a lot of physical components. And this is an RPG. So, Ralph, you can like turn off the radio now and walk into your work and stop listening because you don't care about this anymore. Um, but it's based on Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, which uh, a lot of people, I think, know Warhammer Fantasy. You guys know that system? Yep. Of like course. The yep. Empire. So it's based on the Empire, right? So it's all in the Empire. So you have the Empire, you have Britonia, you have Chaos, you have Skaven, Orcs, all this stuff. Um, so the way the game works is it's kind of old school, right? You have you have six characteristics, uh, strength, toughness, willpower. And then you have those are three of them are physical characteristics. And then you have three we call like mental characteristics, like intelligence, uh Actually, you have strength, toughness, agility. Those are your physical characteristics. And then your mental ones are willpower, uh, intelligence, and fellowship, which is charisma, whatever. Um, and so they're like numbers, like one, two, three, four. Normally, I think the average number is like two or three for a characteristic. And so the idea is if you're going to do something in the game and that particular thing is related to that characteristic, you would roll that number of dice. So if I'm going to swing my sword at somebody, which would be weapon skill, 
uh, normally that this, the characteristic associated with that weapon skill is strength. So if my strength is three, I would roll three dice if I'm on a swing. And then based on the, you have dice, this is a game that has dice pool. So you have a certain number of dice you get with that choice and you roll them and you're trying to see how many successes you get. So you succeed or you don't succeed. Um, where the game starts to get interesting is, you, so you have those that strength. You have things like you have careers, which can increase your abilities, increase your training. Being trained in skills means you get extra bonus dice that you can roll on things. Like if I happen to have a skill that lets me train in weapon skill or my career lets me train in weapon skill, that means when I roll for weapon skill, I get an extra die, like an expertise die, like a roll. One of the interesting things about it is too, like the first thing you can do also when you get your career is do you have, you can be either reckless or conservative and conservative is green. Reckless is red. And uh, based on your career, you can uh, shift like you might, you might have a career that's maybe a normal career. So your, your career gives you two rec, two conservative slots, green slots on the left and two reckless slots on the right. So when you start an encounter with a character, it might even be a social encounter or could be a combat encounter. You might right away, you get one free shift that you can do. So you might say, I want to move reckless one from, from being neutral. So what that means is for any skills that you use, like I said before, you had weapon skill and you had a strength of three. So you use three dice. If you're reckless one now, instead of using three, character dice you would use one red reckless die and two character dice so the more reckless you shift your character the more reckless dice you roll when you're making checks so when you do your your action as a role-playing character um you also get the chance basically you're going to get to do every time your character comes up for an action they're going to do an action and then they're going to get to do a maneuver a maneuver might be like helping my friend, walking, drawing a weapon. They're usually like not important. Actions, though, are action cards that you can play. Like I'm, I want to hit this guy with my sword. I want to do a melee strike. or I, So I'm going to play a card. Based on the stance that I talked about, whether you're red or green, the cards have a red and a green side to them. Sometimes they're different based on whether you're reckless or conservative. But so if I'm starting to make my character play more reckless and be R1, R2, R3, now my cards are all red. So when I want to play a card as my action, my turn, it's going to be a red card. Does that? Yeah, I think that helps. A little bit? Yeah. Right? Because you notice they're green on one side, they're red on the other. Got it. And so the other side of it is they have recharges, right? So some cards do like you have basic cards that are zero recharges which means you can use them every turn but if you want to use a certain card you might have a card that's really good you're like i want to play this card as my action for this turn i'm going to play it we put markers on it and so it might be a recharge of four so it's a really good attack you can't use that card for basically four more turns we're going to mark it off each time each turn okay. we're going to take yeah. a recharge off that there are also cards though that you play that say, as long as you have recharge tokens on this card, you get bonuses to everything. So that's a card where 
you play it, maybe you have a special skill like withering defense or something like that. So you say, I play this card. As long as that card's recharging, your opponents have negative dice to all their attacks against you. So it's about building dice pools. It's kind of... Dig it. I mean, I, I you, it, basically, the, the, the problem is you're asking me about the cards. I'm trying to explain the cards. Explaining the cards doesn't really explain the system. The way I would simply explain Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay is uh, as a GM, you just run the characters through the adventure and they uh, have skills that they roll dice against to see if they succeed. Normal RPG stuff. Eventually, we get to an encounter. We then stop the game, roll for initiative, and we play a completely different game. Interesting. That's, yeah. that's based on the cards, the dice, everything. And as the GM, I basically just play the bad guys, and that's it. There's no nice. There's no GMing at that. Like with too many role playing games, we get to we do all the role playing. We like that part, and then we get to the combat, and we're like, this is where the fucking game drags. Sure, right. And we're just like boring. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I swing my mace again. Okay, you did six points. <laughs> now I did seven points. Now I did four points. What does it look like when you hit the guy for three points? You know, just like, fuck, this game is different where it's just like, it's a game. Like we do all the role playing and then we get to the game and then we play the game. That's cool. Hey, uh, and nice. You, you saying it was produced by fantasy flight kind of made it click. Oh, and then fucking, the dice pool. The, it, it's the dice fully, it's fully the, juiced out with all the, and so I have every card ever made in the game. <laughs> At this point, I bought everything. That's pretty I solid. Bought, I bought the ones at the end, uh, uh, Heroes Call, Lure of Power, the ones at the end that they were like, eh, they were starting to run out of steam. Lure of Power gave me all the, but it's all about like, uh, like, and, and Rexy is, Sexy Rexy is in on it too, because the truth is you've got like 80, I'm like, you, you might come to me and say, hey, Dave, I want to play Warhammer Fantasy. I'm like, fine. Pick three fucking random characters and you can choose one of them and that's who you're going to be. You could be a rat catcher. You could be a slave. You could be a, a crazy deviant. They, they've got hundreds of careers. And once you do, but once you work, so you kind of look at the three and you're like, it's not really like you're picking who you want to be. You're almost like, which one of these three can I make work for me? And that kind of stretches you a little bit as a role player. And you're like, I'm going to take this guy. I want to be a thug. And so she so grabbed the thug and then later on, once you've completed all the thugs career advancements, you can pick a new career and become somebody better or somebody different. Uh, and the, the cool thing is the amount of points you have to pay to become that new guy is based on how many keywords are similar between your original career and the new career you want. Nice. So if your old career was menial and a rogue, and you see the new career you want also has those two keywords. That means you have to pay two less advances to move up to that career. Now you could be like, I want to be a completely different person. You get to keep all the other shit you had. And, uh, and the, okay. So one other cool thing I want to bring up, there's things called, and the, uh, we downplay this because I don't use it a lot, but it's party cards. So the party decides, Hey, we want to be a certain kind of party. And some of them are like the, uh, the gang of ne'er-do-wells or we are the serious hunter guys or whatever. And so the idea is anytime the party does stuff good, they have a party card. I throw chips onto their card. Like, Hey, good job. You killed those guys. Once those chips that I throw on there, um, 
ever equal the number of party members, then they get all their fortune points back. So fortune points, they can throw those onto rolls to give themselves extra bonus dice. But there's also something on there called tension. So when the party is sitting there and the guys are like, well, I want to go now. Another guy, maybe just players, they're like, I will, well, fuck you. I want to go. Then I'm like, oh, I think somebody just increased the tension on your party. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, somebody just. Those are cool it. tools. And as nice. the tension increases, nice. then they'll be like, everyone in the party takes a stress. And then they're like, fuck, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's I'm like, oh, did somebody just get mad? That's another tension point. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Put a quarter in the square jar. But the, and there's like there's like twenty fucking different types of parties you can have, like it's it's not just the bad guys that are organized. It's hey, what kind of group do, are you part of? So it's it's a fucking That's cool. It's cool, dude. It's very cool. So, nice. But it, and the other thing is it's super chill. And basically for me, it's me coming down from RuneQuest where I love RuneQuest and I would love to play RuneQuest. Um, but I felt like after a while, the party was not as into RuneQuest as I was into RuneQuest. And this can happen as a GM. Sure. Like, like when I'm like, hey, so did you guys like figure out any new spells you wanted from your, and they're like, oh, are we, are we playing today? Like, <laughs> yeah, so you're like, yeah, it's kind oh, of weird. okay. So, so you're like, fine. So finally I was like, it's cool. They were cool. Everybody was good guys. They, but it was, I I felt like to play RuneQuest, you need to really be into RuneQuest and the setting, the cults and all the history. This game is more like, Hey, we're in this, uh, crazy 30 years war, uh, Warhammer type, like life, like everyone kind of knows the Warhammer lifestyle. It's much simpler. You just tell the guy, hey, uh, so you got an expense point. You can like get yourself another talent or a card if you want. Or don't. I don't give a shit because we're going on to the next adventure. Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> nice. It's much more mechanical. If that yeah, that's sense. super cool. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah, and just the whole thing, like the idea that a guy can be, I'm a rat catcher and he gets a card that has an and a small but annoying dog on it and that he can teach his dog tricks like he can pay for tricks for his dog like his dog can do things in combat like annoy the other enemies and tear at their clothes while they're trying to fight like so that they get misfortune dice or something like it's just there's a ton of shit in the game it's just unbelievable how much stuff they put in there so yeah like i said sexy rexy i think i've got him in uh, but the biggest thing is also one of the rules that I'm going to do is I'm really reluctant to run parties more than two at a time. Oh, interesting. Because I think two at a time is a really sweet spot for me. That's my favorite. And, uh, as far as scheduling, I just, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. I don't want to deal with like dueling six, seven people, <laughs> all, all, none of that shit. Yeah. I don't want to do any of that. So I'm, I'm looking like more for Fofford and the gray master type adventures. Yep. Yep. We're talking 30 years war, like just like gritty. Uh, and I think Rexy would agree. Like, let's just get some quick shit done and like have some fun and roll some dice. That's cool. So that's nice. Warfare, that's Warfare 3. So sorry about that, guys. I know it's a war. Nice. No, I, I needed that. Yeah. I, I don't guys want It's all good. About that, but it's a great game. And we've got all the shit, so you don't need anything. So uh, the other games I'm playing is... So I mentioned we I've done some Pacific War. I did that with uh, Hollywood, 
And we've been playing through kind of the engagements. I think we did the Guadalcanal campaign. So that was fun. Uh, it's, it's not very complicated. It's very basic for Pacific War. But it was enough. Like when you see what a tiny portion of the Pacific War uh, turn sequence uh, that we're actually playing, it's kind of embarrassing because there's a gigantic turn track and we're playing like a tiny section of it. Like <laughs> that's all. That's our section. Uh, but we we had fun. Um, I did sink. I believe I did sink both of uh, Hollywood's American carriers. So I was very satisfied by that. Uh, Star Trek Ascendancy. We're also continuing to play that game. That's fun. I think we might have talked about that last time, Jason. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So and then uh, Gathering Storm, still plugging through. My uh, God! Wow! My God! Sticking to it. Uh, I've got Frenchie still um, in amazing. there. Amazing. The Grim Sleeper is still saying he wants to participate. So, like, I don't think Frenchie's going to have any more kids. So I think we can pretty much rely on walling <laughs> off that, right? Like, well, we just need one. to. Yeah, the, I think it's the job situation more than the kid situation. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. But yeah, so uh, so we're doing Gathering Storm there. Craig is down. Frenchie's down. Uh, I'm interested. We've got a couple guys. So between all of us, we usually have enough people that during ga the Gathering Storm, we're probably trying to do the first uh, five, six years before a World of War starts, like kind of set that up. Uh, and so we're kind of doing that okay. So, so Dave, like what has changed? Because I remember originally about Gathering Storm, you had ripped on it, how, oh, bad, it, how bad it was. Oh, it's terrible. So what has changed? Where you've I'm, been? I'm just I'm I'm more willing to carry on. Is that it? Okay. No, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> the rules are the worst. Like, I mean, it's arguable even to say about a World of War. You could say that it's it's not a well designed game, right? Like, like <laughs> Gathering Storm is incredibly difficult like i would say well we've made hundreds of youtube videos to try to explain it and i would say well you made a game that required hundreds of youtube videos exactly <laughs> like, like they, they not do. necessary there's lots of old ladies who will get online and explain it to you as you're on the treadmill and uh i don't think a war game should require that but but yet when we play it there are things of it that really appeal to us and we really like it uh once we figure out what the fuck we're doing so it would help if frenchy stayed awake more often uh i blame <laughs> i blame his children for that so awesome so those are big ones yeah i got a uh, pacific war star trek world of war and frankly just uh doing an insane effort to collect all of the warhammer fantasy role play stuff i can that's pretty incredible like just getting it all. I have thousands of cards. <laughs> all of, and, and the expensive part is not necessarily buying the game stuff. It's sleeving everything. I was going to say, you sleeved all that. That's, that that like sleeved, doubles the price. Sleeved it all. It's all sleeved. But I think when you actually like, like when we get together, like uh, the other night, uh, Rex, uh, Craig and I got together just to fuck around with some characters. And when you actually get together and start doing it, you'll start to get it where you're like, Oh, this is fucking really cool. Like, I feel like I'm just, it, it has an old school feel to the way the characters work. And then the components just take the rest where you're like, 
yeah, I get it. I just flip cards and we're going to, and it, it doesn't mean like, like, so if we come into a room and you want to uh, intimidate someone, yeah, you might have still have that skill. You can roll that. You don't have to play a card to do it. Um, sure. But, you, but you might have a card that gives you an extra special ability to do that. So it, it's kind of like OSE until the game takes over. It's very, it's yeah. very basic, very basic RPG until... Uh, we get into a, like a serious encounter where we're going to start rolling for dice and separating people based on range. And then I just flip a card down in the middle and say, you guys are playing in an old windmill. So the terrain is old windmill. So any ranged attacks or a misfortune die. And then we just measure range and that's it. We start rolling dice. And you just know, hey, if I shoot something, I have to, I have, to have this windmill that's fucking with me. It's interesting. So there's no maps the, or the anything. The game piece of it, yeah, it sounds really interesting. Yeah, there's no maps. There's no, it's all just, are you clo engaged, close, uh, medium, long, or extreme range? Nice. And you can close range. Like if you're a medium range, you can be like, well, I'm going to run and I'm going to run and try to get to close range with that guy. The problem is to do that is two maneuvers, right? So normally you get one maneuver. So if you do two, then you're going to get gain a fatigue for doing an extra maneuver. So it's one more fatigue for your character because the idea is you're running. Good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you guys will check it out. I'll, 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 I'm sure we'll have a chance because I can just, I can That's run, it. I, run yeah. it. I can run it. Just sit down. I got to do it for Craig. Like we've, we've done it. We're just like Craig and I'll be like, Hey, let's just meet up tonight and just fight with your troll slayer against a bunch of Skaven. Let's see what happens. <laughs> nice. And we just fucking fight it out. Nice. We just yeah. roll, the, we roll all the dice. It's Love easy. It. Like the last one, I think Craig was fighting a bunch of orcs. He fought a big orc and a bunch of goblins. And I just pulled a location out of random. I'm like, you're on a skiff. Like a, so he was on like a, a, a little tiny boat. Like they chased him down the dock. And then he's like, well, can I fire a blunderbuss? I want to see how a blunderbuss works. I'm like, shit, yeah. So you have a blunderbuss on the skiff, <laughs> and you fucking fired as they all run down the dock at you. So, yeah, so we're all just, like, fucking around. Like, we don't give a shit. That's awesome. So. That's rad. And what's coming up? What are you, what are you playing next, Dave? Mm. Like, what's the next big thing on the, on the agenda? Besides the con? Uh, let's see. Well, I guess uh, Petey's talking about doing a big hassle. Okay. Petey wants to get a couple of guys together to do a big historical ASL game going, like along the lines of our old uh, our Red Barricades game. So we'll see. And it's still like monthly that. kind of thing? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think the P Petey's playing, I think, locally in a Korean War hassle. So I think he's getting all fired up about that. So now he's we're getting we're getting the blowback from that. I think that's what's actually happening, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we gotta we gotta roll with the the energy where it takes us. What about you, Jason? GCACW seems like that's your real true it, game you're into. It's been my jam. Yeah, uh, my I, actually my current next big step is Big Boy Musket and Pike. Oh, so I, I have Marson Moore set up on the table. Nice. Gonna get into that. 
yeah Good stuff craig and i yeah. are gonna play we were supposed to play last month um so we'll play i don't know the next couple of weeks and then yeah gersh and i are playing at the con um mm-hmm. i i <laughs> everyone knows i'm, I'm kind of dumb so my if <laughs> I, I found that when I'm reading history, if I go in order, um, I can kind of retain things better because it's chronological. Because if I jump back and forth, like it just things get all muddled up. So I jumped way ahead from my medieval reading to kind of do some English Civil War stuff. Um, and then I'll jump back. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The rule, and I remember playing it and being like, okay, it, it's relatively easy to play. The rule. The rules are relatively simple so yeah now i'm hoping to get some time this weekend and just kind of dig into it um but i mean basically it's like a mandatory rule type system right right so. yeah but yeah gcacw is that'll be that's that's my my go-to yeah that, that one will be easy and, too, and, but, but, the, but and musk, i'm talking musket and pike musket and pike's gonna be you have the you have like four or five rules or orders right it's the order, order system right right and they, yeah, they have their, their things you have to do and things you can't do. And yeah. I think trying to yeah. switch back and forth from orders and the difficulties and that. Yeah. I think once you get that, you're kind of, and whether your pistols are fired, is this, is this a period where they have pistols fired or pistols not fired? They do, yeah. Catapult can, can fire and then they have to, I think they can fire once. Yeah, they, they can reload. fire twice. Twice. Caught twice. Yep. So, yeah, like that kind of stuff. I'm, again so yeah and then just looking forward to uh the uh the the, the norman battles men of oh, iron shit the other thing i got yeah i'll up, talk about that the, the, <laughs> the, the other thing i got coming up is i got a this on the 21st i have to fucking dress up as a 42nd highlander officer sure for my dad uh down in mexico so that's you'll see some photos coming out from that probably mexico missouri yeah, Mexico, Missouri. Yeah, not my dad in Mexico. Uh, yeah, so that's gonna uh, be fun. Like, I'm not enthusiastic about it this time. <laughs> There's like, uh, Mitch sometimes would come out. Like, like I, I, I don't want to make my Missouri friends come out and hang out with me while I do it, but I would really appreciate it if they would come because it's not the greatest for me. But that's fine. I'll go and I'll just sit there and do it. Uh, but that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to be in a 42nd Highlanders complete officer uniform, kilt, and everything. Love it. I would rather not wear the kilt, to be honest. I love a kilt. No, I, you're Scottish. I'm not Scottish. Uh, I don't <laughs> enjoy wearing kilts. That's not something. That, it's so freeing. It doesn't do it for me. Uh, makes for a lot of jokes. Don't like them. Uh, when I'm doing the drive-through at Sonic, I don't need to hear about the kilt. <laughs> well, there's your there's your first problem. Um, and I guess when I'm in the drive-through at Sonic, I probably should not be showing them my kilt. <laughs> right. I'm not wearing how, underwear. I don't know how they would know that, but that's fine. Uh, but yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I'm I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll show yeah, kilt and combat boots. Classic. I'll, I'll show pictures with people. So Thursday we're setting up tents, which is not part of my kilt thing performance. Uh, ah, did them. And Friday, uh, I will be uh, giving presentations to all the kids. They're going to bring through all the uh, the junior high kids. So we're going to do the uh, historical presentations. Saturday will be the yokels gawking at the fact that I'm wearing a kilt. <laughs> and then Sunday, we will break down the tent. So nice. It should be a great time for all. 
And again, I love my father. Doing it for my dad. That's it. Never played a war game with me ever, but he loves checks out in uniforms. Don't understand <laughs> how that works. But, that's how it's <laughs> but if you want to hear about it, uh, you can always look up the second and third battles of New Orleans, which are online, and you can see the last time I did this. Was your how that went? Did your dad serve in the military? No. Hmm. My dad's the only well. well Okay, he was in. He did the Vietnam thing where he was in the Naval Reserve. Oh, nice. Okay, you know, yeah. we know where they did that, and then they didn't have to like actually be in the military. There's a whole bunch of different ways to not have to go to, to Vietnam. Not, actually, yeah, fair. Yeah, my dad was at Harvard, and so he was in the Harvard. Oh, Naval nice. Reserve. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, because being in the military cured me of the wanting to be in a uniform thing. And oh. wanting to camp, frankly. When, oh, 100%, dude. I get you. I, <laughs> you get it. <laughs> I'm not into it at all. I do it. Let me be clear. I do it 100% for my father. And I don't know if God he bless appreciates. You. I don't know if you'll, we will ever appreciate it's just, how much it's I just do it. Just you're going him. to do it. Yeah. yeah I, I'm going to hang out with them and do that thing. Nice. It was worse when they put me in the Grenadier uniform. It was like 98 degrees. Uh, because the bear skin and wearing all that stuff was just oh too my goodness much. yeah they had to put me in uh, air conditioning and then just wheel me out basically for when I would have to talk to the people all the old people and give the presentation about the uniform it was like so hot like they couldn't make me sit out there I would die and, it's and then wool. having to talk to people that's the worst part well the, the outfits are all wool yeah. <laughs> Jason, well, good you luck. Should, you should come down one year. I think you'd really enjoy it. Would I? Yeah, well, just hanging out with me. We don't well, that, I mean, that's that's fair. I don't want right? to. I don't want to like, play dress up. Like you would. Yeah, you'd have fun with me though. Oh yeah, we yeah. Getting getting some trouble. Yeah, Embarrass our wives. Live, what a dream. Town Square, Mexico. It's only about two miles away. You can wander over there. <laughs> they nice. serve. They serve anyone. That sounded like a judgment. No, I'm just saying. I mean, they did. I, I talked about it, but the last time we did have some uh, underage uh, uh, from the Missouri Military Academies in our area also. So they have a, a, a group that does the reenactments. They're called the Rail Splitters. And a couple of them did wander down to the local liquor store and buy some liquor from the liquor store, even though they were only 16. Yeah. And the clerk, when asked why he didn't check their ID, he said, well, Jesus Christ, they're wearing fucking U.S. Army uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> they're clearly at least he goes, 18. He goes, by God, he goes, by God, if they can wear, if they, if they're all dressed to wear a uniform, oh, oh, God goodness, bless. Gonna sell them Good later. stuff. He didn't realize they were wearing, like, from 1943. So they got drunk off that whiskey that night, and they were then discovered by their teacher and sent home back to the academy. So when did they we get busted down ring? That's well, when, what happened well, in the real well, when, we, when we did our reenactment, I had, uh, I think, 20 guys the first day, and that's why I had 18 the second day, because two of them were kicked out. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. So. That's it. So, nice. hey. What Dave, do you got coming up? I was going to comment about how... Uh, uh, I've helped uh, develop the new Men of Iron series. Heck yeah. Oh, good. 
I'm so I'm so excited for this box. I'm sensing I'm sensing that Brian's uh, Brian Braxton's getting a little bit. This is so there you go, Fernando. It's not a thing, right? <laughs> it's, Don't it's worry about yourself. it. It's just Dave. <laughs> it's me, Francisco <laughs> Fernando. You're fine. Braxton is Brandon. getting a little bit liquored up, and we're going to let Brandon talk about it. <laughs> just so Brandon, go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> Just a little bit, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, and, so. and, and for the record, let me just say this: I've said it before, but it's okay to get fucked up. This do is you, the this you, is a safe do you know, space. Do you know Jesus what I Christ. fucking can't stand is guys who fucking won't get fucked and fucking drunk. Like I swear to God, I fucking can't stand it. Like guys who are like, oh, <laughs> well, stay so angry. I, I He'll fucking, text me. It's furious. <laughs> Like and sometimes Jason will be like, "Well, that guy's a recovering alcoholic." I'm like, "Oh, geez, sorry, like, I didn't mean that." Like, but like, I'm like, like I'm Irish, right? So I'm like, show who you truly are. Just fucking let loose, man. No one gives a fuck. Be who you are. Be free. A safe space. Like my my, I was always taught growing up, don't ever trust a guy who doesn't drink. Like that's the that's the that's the culture I grew up with, you know. So where I'm like. When I feel someone who's like, oh, that guy got too drunk and he was done. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> what are you fucking hiding? Du- fucking douchebag. <laughs> like, at least that guy had the guts to fucking drink and then get on and fucking he shows his ass a little bit. Yeah, pussy. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Dave, okay. Dave, okay, Brand- thank you. Okay, Brandon. Brandon, get back on, Brandon. Dave, you have inspired me. Thank you. <laughs> Brandon, go ahead. <laughs> All right, now you're kind of taken away. We need you. Come on, Braxton. Sorry, sorry. Trying to find the push to top. top. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dave, for carrying carry me through. It's been. <laughs> Did you write this ahead of time? But no, I feel like you no, wrote this ahead of time. No, no, no. <laughs> it's been good shit. Anyway. <laughs> So, so yeah, I've been working on this uh, project with Ralph, <laughs> uh, Men of Iron. Uh, we've been working on it, uh, basically focusing on the, uh, anyway. <laughs> the Norma Conquest. You just, you just anyway yourself. <laughs> like, no one anyway you. No, yeah, thank you, Jason. No, I'm here for rest. you. You've been working on it for like three or four years now. And, I mean, I guess uh, since Bird Pass, right? Yeah, it's been a while, but it's good. <laughs> it's good. Well, um, and what do you think the real strengths of the system are? Well, if you've played Man of Iron, you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, well, that is, I cannot argue with that, sir. That is very convincing. So, well, good. I better cut, cut it off there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bra- I, 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 I like that Braxton. That's good. Just Braxton, pulled the ripcord. But Braxton was like, I really feel like I have to get this punch in. No, we need, we need, we need to, we, we, we plug Josh. Let's, let's plug Ralph and, and, and Braxton. Oh, and oh, were you th- worried we were plugging Josh too much on the podcast? <laughs> no, no. And it's, it's doing well. It has like 1,200 pre orders. Right. It's, it's doing okay. But such a great system. Um, a lot of playtesting went into it. And I think Braxton made fun of me. And Dave, I know you make fun of me for listening to audiobooks. But Braxton made fun of me for mispronouncing something. No, and no. I, I, I make fun of you for listening to audiobooks and saying you read the book. No, I 
consumed it. How else would I? I listened to a Some, book. No, someone read a book to you. <laughs> That's fine. That's what you should say. Someone read a book to you. Uh, Just like your little mommy. Like a nice mommy. a nice British man read a book to me. Like your mommy used to sit at your bedside. <laughs> Which never happened. The mommy that you never had. Oh, you never did this. Never, ever in my life. Oh my your God. fantasy mommy. Never, ever in my life. But uh, listened to an audiobook. And did he? How did he do all the voices? Did he, you love he, how the British man did He pronounced them? what I would say the Battle of Lewes, L E W E S, Lewis. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Huh. I but you—that's not Lewis, anyway. Uh, dead language. Dead language. Stamford Bridge, Hastings, Tenebrae, Lewes, uh, Evesham, Evesham. I don't know, Braxton. You correct me. Evesham. That could be right. Uh, no, Evesham. That's good. E- Evesham, yeah. not Evesham. Okay, Evesham. Uh, Great battles. Fucking looking forward to it. It's going to be a good a good thing for sure. Well, I just want to give Braxton the respect for getting drunk on the Fucking podcast. A. Fuck, like, too many guys don't get drunk. I don't like it. Like, we get drunk every time. Like, what the fuck, dude? We can't always be the ones that get drunk. <laughs> it hurts. Like, again, I get it. Like I said, I'll get angry with Jason later. He'll be like, yeah, no, that guy has seriously has a – he, he had his liver removed four years right, ago. Yeah. Right. He has no liver anymore, so he can't drink. So. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. Let's Love it. <laughs> Put the work in. God damn it. Love it. So, so Braxton, now I'm, I'm gonna have to double down on Braxton. Now. So, uh, what, when, when's the next game you're playing with, uh, Josh? Oh, we're playing Great War Commander at the end of the month. Okay, good. All right. So World War One stuff. Is that the is that the one you guys do? Like the is Great War Commander? Is that a regular game you guys play? Well, we just started. I mean, okay. it's it's Combat Commander for World War One. So, yeah. All right, sweet. Uh, Jason, did I answer all your questions about Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Third Edition? That's dead. you did. I appreciate you. Uh, and and for guys, listen, I get it. It's not like a war game, but uh, ah, fuck off. I think that you guys will like complain. It. I think guys, I th- honestly, I think it's you know you know what it is. When I was talking to Rex, this is something that I said, which I think is genius. So I'll, I'll repeat it. Um, <laughs> Preach. <laughs> <laughs> so. It was when the game first came out, we didn't know how good it was going to be because they they do Mm. all these components. It looks like a gimmick. So what I told Rex was, I said, it's different looking at it now from the caboose end of the game as opposed to when we were looking at the engine end, right? Nice. So I didn't know from the caboose end how much stuff they were going to do. But now that I see it all, yeah, it's a great game. But when when you're in the game initially, you're like, okay, like, I get it. Like, but how much are you guys going to do on this? Like, yeah, well, apparently a lot. They did like a thousand cards in a short time, though. But I mean, it's a very short production time. And uh, so now when you see the whole game, yeah, it looks like a really complete good game. I think it's I think we can. And I've got even a fourth edition. I've got all the fourth edition conversions of every Warhammer adventure they ever did that I can convert to third and use the cards. Um, But we didn't know at the time, like. What's it going to be like? It's hard to invest into sure. a, a heavy physical component game when you're not sure, like how how deep are these guys going to get into this? Are they going to be done? I mean, it's, anytime it's a games workshop type project, you're like, what are we going to do? Like, is it going to be like seventh edition 
or eighth edition like uh, how much longer do we have to wait until you guys are going to flip it on us so so looking back now i think it's good and i and we actually have it and i think uh honestly i've captured the whole game um rex is doing a pretty good job i think he really has liked it and what he's seen and so he's kind of get grabbing a little bit so we're going to do some of that and see if we can't do kind of a loose it's a nice loose rpg a very easy to very easy entry so so that's the point of it yep pick up the play it's got it's got some rpg to it but it's also got some kind of game aspect to it that i think guys will like so that's it so fuck off if you don't like it but that's whatever. right we're doing that's right that. go somewhere else we, we, we do we oh yeah <laughs> exactly. fuck off exactly all right so jason anything else going on anything any uh personal information you want to share any, uh, <laughs> no. uh personal achievements your family has gotten or no, no, I'll, no. I'll save all my ranting and raving for the for the con all right so we uh, so we're on bgg we got a uh, a guild there there's a discord group if you can sneak in over there you can get some info there get involved um, come to the con yeah that's right so i'd say again like if, if you're listening yeah like listen to braxton did like does braxton sound like i know initially when the the recording started braxton probably sounded like he was really uptight and angry maybe no. a little wound up <laughs> Brack- now listen to him. now listen to him. look at mid coast like even the talking ah, to us look at the influence i'm shit face <laughs> <laughs> see see that could be you just enjoy yourself <laughs> tell your wife you've got a major professional convention you have to go to down in dallas and then you just ship yourself down there and and we can all hang out so that's it. and the stories at the con are are much better much livelier well, and, and and honestly, like no it, is, it is really like where we we are who we are. So, absolutely, we, I agree, we, guys. We don't Good. fuck around, right? No, so, not at all. So I'll I'll come up to you and I'll be exactly this. I mean, you might think like. God, I thought that he'd be a lot more good looking in person, but that's fine. I'll accept all. That, <laughs> that's fine. I'm used to that. All right, all right, boys. We got anything else? Good shit. Nope. All right, well, I'm ready to stop recording. All right, yep. have a good night, guys. All right, thanks, All right. boys. Take care. Good night. Bye. Bye. Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.